No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Oh. How you going? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whoever you are, wherever you are. Whatever you are, welcome to the show. Hope you had a good week. I certainly have, ladies and gentlemen. So much to get through, so little time. If you want to follow on Twitter, you know where it is. If you'd like to leave a tip tonight, you know how to do it. And uh, we're on the same time all the time. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So much going on. So much going on. Before we even get to anything, though, before we get to the fun stuff, I do have to tell you, tonight will be plagued with technical issues, I'm afraid. Let me explain. So, like, for the last 18 to 24 hours, I've just been having continuous internet dropouts. But, but, I will say this. I've been getting, like, half an hour to an hour each time before I have to reset the whole fucking shebang. But... I should be thankful. Since I've started watching the Vikings, I'm now trying to be more humble. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to have more humility. So, you know, trying to be more humble. Well, these things happen, I guess, you know. It's just part of living in a big city, isn't it? So, I've been getting about half an hour to an hour each time before you have to reset the whole show. And looking on the bright side, I guess, the good thing is, I, I should be thanking my service provider because I have gotten resetting the modem down to a fucking fine art. I am talking about three to five minute turnarounds now. None of this kind of fumbling around. Oh, have you got the thing to press the reset button? What's the... Th- oh, yeah. No, it's a it's an operation now. It's a clean fucking machine to reset the internet in this house. So, the show must fucking go on. So, if I do drop out... Rest assured, I'll be up quick as a flash, <laughs> resetting, and I'll be back in like three minutes. So, just to let you know, just to let you know early. Serious business going on in the world, obviously. Uh, there's some things we need to discuss here. I, found, I happened to find a video of a resident of Ottawa being interviewed by the news to talk about her harrowing experience at the hands of these these terrorists, which which. You know, thankfully now, congratulations to Justin Trudeau and the entire Canadian government. Thankfully now, those 18-wheeled terrorists have been towed to safety. Well, everyone else's safety. Safety from the honking. Yes, safety from the honking. So they've been cleared out now. Uh, They can't go back to work, though. I did find it interesting that people were blaming them for hurting the economy. And I thought, well, that's, that's brave of you to say that. Because, so, you know, the government butchers the economy for two years and then it starts excluding people from participating in the economy after they've butchered it and then manages, you know, via the corporate media, of course, to convince everybody that the people who are protesting their exclusion from the economy which has been butchered is all their fault. That's why the economy's bad. Because of this protest, I thought, wow, people have balls out there, don't they? Fuck. 
It's not a question of selling your soul. I just I wouldn't have the balls to say that to somebody and mean it. But they they do. They say it straight to your face. I mean, clearly, trust the experts. We've got to get to some of that. I've got some uh, vaccine mandate news for you. Well, not not vaccine mandate news. Uh, good safety measures are coming in. Um, in the form of a vaccine passport, which is now being rolled out across Republican states in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. I knew you'd get here eventually. It will never happen here. Never happen to us. We got our guns. Lucky you. <laughs> so we'll get to that a little later on too. Before we do, I think we should hit the big topics right on the head first. Obviously, there's a doings that transpiring in Eastern Europe. And our good friends Don Lemon, Don Lemon and the crew, there they are. The savvy squad of journalistic integrity. They're going to bring you on the ground because you know it's been years since we've had a good television war hasn't it i was kind of a bit too young to enjoy the full televised aspects of the iraq war right i remember it being on television a lot but i don't remember kind of watching it for hour after hour so the gen x's kind of enjoyed the iraq war that was their you know the gulf maybe the first gulf war that was their one to kind of kick back on the couch and rip open a few Budweiser's and enjoy some killing on the TV. Uh, The boomers had the Vietnam War, but they didn't enjoy it so much. For them, it wasn't so much of a a sport like it is for the Gen Xs, watching with a big bowl of chips, watching the war. No, for the boomers, it was a little more antagonistic for them. But yet, they still got the coverage on TV and the newsreels and shit. So our generation, you know, now, we've been robbed of this pleasure. And a couple of days ago, I flicked on the television and every fucking channel was like, you know, Ukraine, Russia, it's happening. I was like, oh, look at this. We're back. We've got our fucking television war. And it's about fucking time. 24 hours rolling coverage. These people know what they're doing. They're the experts. They're the voices you trust out there, you idiotic peasants out there in the real world. These are your betters. You know why? Because remember Brian Stelter, we have desks here. We've got a lot of desks. So they know better than you. It's real news coming at you. Hard and strong. Let's check it out. Don and the boys. What is what is the word? What is what is the word from Kiev? Are people Kiev. responding? Anyone there responding Kiev. to um, President Putin, Russian president, saying that he is going to spy this special military operation uh, to protect special Donbass. military operations. It's too early for a response, Don, if I'm absolutely honest, because this this has come out of nowhere. Don, it's really hard for you to come up here and talk to, ask me what, you know, Joe Biden's thinking, Don, because really, I don't know if he's thinking at all. Have we even proven that he knows what fucking state he's in yet? Does he even know what the Ukraine is? What is a Kiev? What the hell are you talking about, Donald? This this speech by Vladimir Putin yep. uh, on Russian media, basically saying that he's launched this special operation in, in Donbass, okay. um, calling on Ukrainians to drop their weapons, uh, saying not to resist, essentially, and saying that yes. any responsibility for blood do not resist as a result of this, <laughs> you know, basically war that's that's been you know suggested or declared by by suggested. <laughs> it's not often people suggest war, is it? <laughs> Listen, we may invade on Wednesday. Who knows? 
maybe Thursday. It could be Friday. I mean, we're, we're suggesting a war. I'm not proposing a war. Merely suggesting war. By President Putin is on the hands of the uh, Ukrainians who, who, who resist. Right. Ooh. I tell you what, I just Ooh. heard Ooh. a big bang. Ooh. On the ground, real reporting, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, let's go. I'm fucking excited. Will we see them? Okay, now I want to get your votes. I want your opinions in the chat. Press one in the chat if you think he's going to duck behind cover. Okay. If you think he's going to do the classic duck behind cover move, press two in the chat. If you think he's going to put a an army helmet on, that's option number two. And press three in the chat if you think the feed cuts dead. What do you think? One, two, or three? One, duck for cover. Two, puts a helmet on. Three, feed cuts dead. Where are you at? Threes, the threes are killing it. Frozo with the two. Welcome, Frozo. JJ with the one. Jimbo with the two. Garrett with the one. There were a lot of threes to kick it off. All right, let's see where this goes, ladies and gentlemen. Now, remembering this is a very serious issue, obviously, what's happening in the Ukraine. We're not trying to make light of it in any way, shape or form. That's why we go to the real news. The big swinging dicks in journalism. See fucking NN, mate. See what they got for us. Brave, this brave guy out there. Maybe we should try to hear the explosion again one more time because it is off in the distance and very quiet. But let's have a listen. And so, who, who resist? Oh, I t- okay. That, that's that's what it was then. <laughs> Just we had to get that on record. I wanted I wanted the explosion to be on record as the precursor to the action that's following. I think the twos might have just won. So what was two, what was two again? Put an army helmet on. Okay, Let, let's see if he puts an army helmet on. <laughs> See what I just heard a big bang right here behind me. I thought it was right here. No, no, it's quite a distance away. Live shot here. There are big explosions taking place in Kiev right now. Um, I can't see where they're taking place from this. Can't be that big then, can I? <laughs> Oh my goodness, we've got huge explosions happening right here in the city. I can't see them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's life and death out here on the street. Now, you you heard these huge explosions right here in Kiev, right here behind me. And if I look around, I can't even see fucking any, I can't see flames. There's no smoke, there's nothing happening. This must be new, some kind of new Russian super weapon. It's an invisible missile. <laughs> How do you prepare for something as horrifying as invisible arms, ladies and gentlemen? This vantage point here on top of the roof of the hotel yep. in central Kiev. So he's also, he's also admitting that he's on the highest point you could possibly be on and he still can't see anything. He could probably see into Russia from where he is. <laughs> Can't see anything. No explosions, huh? Wow. Ain't that, ain't that something? <laughs> and I can't explain what they are. No. But I heard four or five 
explosions a few mm. moments ago. I don't know whether our viewers or whether you in the studio there could hear. Uh, so they were so huge, they were so massive that we can't see them and he's not sure you heard them. This is brave journalism, isn't it? What, we can what, hear it, Matthew. What I just heard, you could, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I will tell you okay. that the United States has warned. I'm here live in Kiev reporting on the Russian situation. Now, I have just witnessed four or five explosions in the city around me. I don't know what they are and I don't know where they are, but I can report to you that I'm not sure what they were. Back to you in the studio. Well done. Good newsing out there from CNN. This is what the punters tune in for. This is what they're known for. This level. <laughs> Rosa, the Russians have perfected imaginary technology. Look at that. <laughs> Those sly Russians are at it once again. <laughs> Look at that face, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Woo! That was a close one, huh? Woo! It's happening all around me. Don, I think I just shat a little bit in my drawers. Done a whoopsie in my trousers. Was that another one? The Ukrainians. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. But it was they're, enough They're one. quite distant from where I am now. But I can tell you that the United States has, us, has, of course, warned the Ukrainian authorities that it is possible that there could be uh, strikes, uh, airstrikes, missile attacks. Yep ground attacks as well. be pretty stupid then to be doing a report from the roof, wouldn't it, if that were happening? <laughs> now remember, Don, the US government has informed Kiev that there could be missile strikes and airstrikes and snipers right here in the city. Now you'll notice that we've heard huge explosions somewhere. We can't locate where they are. And there could also be a sniper's rifle trained on me as we speak. It's very serious. Well, if that were true, then it wouldn't be a good idea to do the report from the fucking roof, would it, mate? That would be a dumb idea. That would be a silly thing to do. Really, what are you offering us from the roof that you couldn't do in the lobby of the hotel? <laughs> You're up on the roof to see the explosions. You can't find them. So what are you doing up there? Having a cigarette and a little fag on the roof, mate. Well, on various places around the country, including on the capital, Kiev. Now, I don't yeah. know whether that's what we're witnessing now, but <laughs> it, 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 it's a remarkable... Great news, organisation. You know, the difference between us and people like Joe Rogan is we have, you know, reporters and desks. We're real news. Back to you, Don. <laughs> that's the difference. I don't, I don't know what is happening, but something is happening. Back to you. Well, coincidence that I'm hearing these explosions yeah. in Kiev right now. Yeah. Let me, let me jump in, in and ask you. minutes after Vladimir Putin gave that speech. Yes, yeah. shut up, Matthew. After yeah. the speech, I just wanted, have you heard? <laughs> shut up, Matthew. This is my show. <laughs> show a little fucking respect, Matthew. Okay, do not talk over me, Matthew. <laughs> I'd like to think Don gets real vicious after an interview if you talk too much. <laughs> any explosions anything similar since you have i mean the look on matthew's face is like why are you cutting me off i'm the guy here in kiev risking everything i'm the guy here surrounded by the fucking machine gun fire and the bombs dropping and the explosions the invisible explosions from the russian super weapons that we can't see that new specter weapon i knew 
What if this is all just promo for the next fucking Avengers movie? <laughs> I would I would stand up and clap. Bravo. Don't be surprised if a couple of weeks from now, you know, you'll see footage on the television of a tank rolling through Kiev and then the Hulk jumps out and just throws it back into Russia. <laughs> Tony Stark's not dead at all. He returns, but he's been working for Spectre this whole time. He'll turn. So the invisible bombs are actually a new Spectre super weapon. (laughs) Because Loki returned in a different timeline with the Tesseract, which was stolen by Tony Stark, who then became evil. Done. There you go. John Favreau, anytime you want me, mate, you know where to find me. Twitter, at Boogie Bum. <laughs> the Gay Avengers. Be nice, wouldn't it? With the gay, inv- the gay Avengers with the invisible super bombs. <laughs> I mean, the bonus of having an invisible super bomb being used by the enemy is you save so much money on special effects. <laughs> just nothing. Just don't do anything to the shot. Looks exactly the same. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point. And let's rock and roll. No. Oh, no, of no, course. What was I time. saying? What was I saying? Fucking Spectre. Of course it's Hydra. Fuck it up. What's Spectre? Spectre is... Spectre's from the Bond movies. <laughs> Hydra. No, fuck it. No, we're cross-promoting it. Because, hey, look, we're going to have, like, a black female Bond sooner rather than later. And I, for one, am looking forward to it very much. The black female Bond. What you talking about? <laughs> I want to see it so bad. I wanted to be like full on, you know, like rapper black girl kind of vibe in the Bond role. So we're just going to cross cross pollinate that with the Marvel series. So Hydra <laughs> Hydra will be replaced by Spectre, yeah, in the Marvel comics. Okay, <laughs> let's make it work for us, people. Don't push against the tide. This is the first time that we've heard anything. Like it's been absolutely silent, silent. in this city throughout the course of tonight. It's been silent. Of- it's been silent for hours and hours and days and days and through the course of the night. And it just so happens, ninety seconds into my live cross, we hear huge explosions that we cannot see. <laughs> wow. It was precisely at that moment the ghost bombs decided to reveal themselves in a way. Several weeks, we've not seen anything at all. In fact, I've never heard anything like this in, in Kiev for the years that I've been coming here and reporting from here. So this is this is the first time. But look, know it, the place it, it's well, going to be more than just a coincidence. I can hear rumblings right now. If you know the place so well, it should be even easier to find the explosion, shouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, if you're from around there. In my city, if I hear an explosion, I'll be able to tell you what fucking suburb it's in, mate. (laughs) Yep, that came from over there. This guy knows nothing. Um, Matthew, is it safe where you are? Is it safe? Pinpoint. Yeah, I think it's it's safe at the moment. What's he going to do? Oh, there's another one. I've got a flak jacket right here. Flak jacket! Flak jacket! 
Flat jacket. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a rumbling outside the city somewhere that we cannot locate. The flak jacket is going on. <laughs> it's night in the city, and I'm on my way back home. Humming on my favorite ditty, swinging like Natalie Cole. Just a nice, quiet night in Kiev, strolling around on the rooftop, having a fag. Explosions going off in the background. I don't know. Could you hear that? I've never seen anything like this before in my fucking life. We have invisible Russian super weapons. Made by Hydra or Spectre or whoever the fuck. <laughs> One of the bad guys being led by Tony Stark. Can't find the explosions. Don't know where they are. Look, lucky me. Here's one I prepared earlier. I just so happen to have a flak jacket just lying around. <laughs> In between your I love this newsing. This is top quality newsing by CNN. I'm going to start bringing out a fucking power rankings from now on. We're going to have the power rankings of newsing. Not news, okay? Not reporting the news. I want there to be a subgenre of the study of news to be newsing, okay? Now, this is what I would call top shelf newsing. We're creating news here, so we're newsing, right? On the newsing power rankings, I would give this like a seven out of 10 easily, seven and a half. This is newsing at its finest. Champagne newsing. Yep. Let me just get it, get it on. Let's get it on, baby. Let's get it on. Come on, get it on. in Kiev, Ukraine. Matthew, we're going to stick with you. Let's stick with him. Let's watch this man get dressed on an empty rooftop. Let's stay with it. And and Don, Don, no, Matthew, shouldn't you take your shirt off first before you put the jacket on? Let's go back to Matthew on the rooftop. Matthew, should you be removing your pants before you put on the flak jacket, sir? I've seen this done before. Don't worry. I've been on a rooftop with things exploding around me, too. Don't worry about that. We know what he's going through out there. Roof uh, in central Kiev, he's telling us. And just for the first time, just moments ago, you witnessed live on this program explosions again. Off in the distance that we could not locate. <laughs> We have to locate the explosions. He doesn't know exactly what those explosions okay. are, but he says no. it's the first time uh, that he has heard them since he has been. Right. We're going to have to keep a counter on how long it takes this guy who, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> so let's just wrap up here. We've got explosions happening in the distance. We can't locate them. We don't know where they are. We don't know what they are. Okay, we've admitted that. But we've decided, nonetheless, to whop on the fucking flak jacket. The flak jacket is going on. Now, at 2.46 in the video is when our brave uh, protagonist here declares himself to be at mortal risk and <laughs> decides that he's going to have to throw on the flak jacket in order to survive this hellish nightmare that's about to befoul him. Two minutes and 46 into the video. 
And I wonder just how long it takes this professional veteran wartime journalist to actually get the flak jacket on. Because a bullet can travel (laughs) from point A to point B very quickly. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Like, you don't often have minutes (laughs) to get the flak jacket on. Right? (laughs) So... Let's have a look here at just how long it takes this seasoned professional to do this. I've got a Let's flak go. jacket right here. Let me just yeah. get it get it on. Let's get it on. So I'm Matthew Chance is in uh, live press in Kiev, Ukraine. Matthew, we're going to stick with you. Uh, Matthew is on a roof uh, in central Kiev, he's telling us, and just for the first time, just moments ago, you witnessed live on this program. Okay, we're counting. The clock Again, is ticking. Exactly what- we are already... <laughs> We're already at 20 seconds already, okay? He hasn't even he hasn't even got the flak jacket out of the bag yet. He's <laughs> We're already at 20 seconds. Let's keep going. What those explosions are, but he says it's the first time uh, that he has heard them since he has been in Kiev. He is uh, trying to put on a flak jacket now to make sure... He's, tr- he's trying to and he's not succeeding yet. He actually hasn't tried yet. He still hasn't got it out of the bag. We are now at 30 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. 30 seconds in, we have not got it out of the bag yet. <laughs> because remember, remember the reason we're putting the flak jacket on. Pardon me. The reason we're putting the flak jacket on is because we are in such immediate danger. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I need to put the flak jacket on. I'm in big fucking trouble here. Uh, Gypsy of Diamonds with the diamond. Vanda, just steal the diamond, Gypsy. Did my diamond thing not go off? That's no good. We can't have that. That really annoys me when shit like that happens. Because if you donate a diamond, you should be allowed to have your thing happen. All right. I think it's fixed. I think it's fixed. Apologies for that. Hello, mate. Hello, Jenny B in the chat. All right. So we're at mortal. We're in mortal danger. Our life is in the balance. There are explosions happening. We don't know where they are or what they are, and we can't see them. We've decided to whop on the flak jacket because we are in mortal danger. And we have now spent precisely 30 seconds on the rooftop rifling through the bag to find the flak jacket (laughs) because we are in such mortal danger. And this is not... And by the way, this is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is newsing. We managed to drag 30 seconds out. We're creating tension. We're creating drama. We're creating news. We are newsing. There it is. Gypsy of diamonds with a diamond. Where did you steal the diamond, my gypsy? I want diamond recognition, bitches. You deserve diamond recognition. Thank you. Winning TV tipped five dollars. Thank you, sir. Stay unvaxxed, blah blah blah, and no. miss the draft. Can't promote Congrats that. to the dismissed two. Let's celebrate the mandates now. End the convoy. Oh, let's end the convoy. <laughs> let's have a look. Thank you, sir. Winning TV. Dlive.tv slash winning TV. What are you sending me? What is this stuff? <laughs> God, that fucking, like, European techno, hey? Fucking European. That European techno sound is, it's just so fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And it's it's the type of techno that whenever you hear it, you just picture like a German in like leather under a German guy in leather underwear with both of his nipples chained together, you know, in a little fucking in a little biker's cap or something. <laughs> yes, my strudel. Oh. What is going on on the <laughs> <laughs> Is that mate? <laughs> Ring the bell and get, get your, your cheese, cheese man. man. Thank you for the subs. Oh, you just fucking. <laughs> I don't know what to say to things like this. That just got me. The little dogs. Look at them. You know, you know, sometimes something is just so fucking dumb. It's just. Ah, <laughs> oh, well done. Oh, you fucking got me. Got me very good. Fuck. That one, that one's going in the personal file, I think. <laughs> Gonna keep that for stormy weather. Well done. All right. <laughs> Where the fuck were we? That's all right. We haven't even got the flak jacket on yet. It's time to bring some sanity back into this ridiculous program. Let's have a look. That he is safe. Um, I think we should stick with this just to see what's yeah, happening. Let's see how long it takes. Doing this. Yeah, okay. We'll get to our other correspondence. Okay, it's backwards. Now, <laughs> now make sure you put the press badge on the front because, trust me, if it gets to like street to street combat kind of thing, you definitely don't want the people behind you knowing you're in the press, trust me. <laughs> Not in that part of the world, mate. Because <laughs> if you're walking around and, you know, you've got the, the flak jacket on and you come up past the group, if you're standing in front of the wrong troops, you know what I mean, with the big press on the back, oh, dear. You want to at least see where it's coming from, I think. That's why you put press on the front of the of the jacket, not on the back. Right? Because you don't want the people who are shooting from the position of being behind you to know who you are. Because <laughs> they probably might have a weapons malfunction or something at some point. So it is a very dangerous job. I remember once uh, one of my teachers back in high school... He was a history teacher, one of my best teachers. He was telling me about this. I forget the I, I forget the guy's name, and it always annoys me that I can't remember the name because I can't look it up. So he was telling me about this journalist who apparently was uh, he was a video journalist, right? And he was famous 
not in the general public, but within journalism, because he would go to all of like the worst war zones, this cameraman, and film it like right. And when I say right in the action, not this shit, like there's distant explosions that we can't see, <laughs> you know, low rumbles in the distance. No, no, that not that shit. He would be, you know, the bullets would be whizzing past his fucking camera, right? And he was famous for it. And he went to, I, it might have been Iraq or something else, I'm not sure. But apparently he went to one of these war zones and he got shot, like he got caught in crossfire and he dropped the camera and happened to film his own death. So there's this footage of this guy, you know, he gets shot through the guts or something too, so it takes a long time. So he drops the camera and the camera's still recording. It, it bounced, you know, on the street and then it's boom, it's looking right at him and he filmed his own death and it took like 10 minutes for him to bleed out and die. I mean, what a, what a fucking story. <laughs> so I always think of that, even though I can't remember the guy's name, because it was a pretty obscure story, apparently. But I always think of that story whenever I see this shit here with these people with, like, low rumbles around, you know, the outskirts of the city somewhere, and next thing you know, we're racing to throw the fucking flak jacket. Like, that's going to make a difference. Listen, mate. Mate, I'm sorry. If you get hit by a missile, Chris, <laughs> what in the chat if you think if you get hit by a missile, <laughs> a flak jacket will protect you? Chris, two in the chat if you're not a journalist and therefore not an idiot. Which one are you? One or two? Look, there's explosions happening around me. I better put on a flak jacket. Why? <laughs> It's almost like they're firing mortar shells into the city. I better put on a helmet. <laughs> so this is where uh, it appears um, there are things going on. Now, the president of Vladimir Putin... There are ago things going on. Going to do, do we hear that again? Good newsing from Don Lemon there. <laughs> there are things going on. <laughs> Fantastic newsing. Mr. Lemon. <laughs> because real news would be to report what is happening. Right? You, you see, you, are you understanding the concept of newsing yet? <laughs> real news would be to say what is happening or what has happened. Newsing is to say that something is happening. <laughs> right? You see the difference. Very good newsing from Don Lemon. Things going on now. The president of Vladimir Putin moments ago saying that he was going to send a special military operation okay. uh, to protect Donbass. Still struggling. Just minutes after that okay. speech aired. Okay, so we have now been at it for one minute and 30 seconds to get the fucking flak jacket on. We still haven't got the, the shoulders strapped down properly either. So we're doing well here with the flak jacket. Let's carry on. On state television, our Matthew Chance is doing a live shot for us here at 10 o'clock. Eastern time. Okay. Now, <laughs> the guy, the assistant, the help, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to report that the help does, in fact, have a helmet on. Let's have a look. minutes after that speech aired on state television, our Matthew Chance is doing a live. There he is. Okay. So if you voted for helmet, I'm going to give you that one. You deserve it. Congratulations. Congratulations to all the people who chose one in the quiz. Because I'm going to give it to you because the assistant has a helmet on. Okay. So you get the points on that. All right. 
That was your CNN option. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go to Fox News, shall we? Would you like to see some more quality newsing, ladies and gentlemen? Fox Newsing. Fox News Newsing is some of the best newsing you'll see on news. Trust me. Let's have a look at Fox News's take on the the Battle of Kiev, ladies and gentlemen, with the secret, super secret, invisible Russian super weapons and the flak jackets. <laughs> Press one in the chat if you think the Fox News version of the Kiev live cross is going to be more more accurate than the CNN version. Press two in the chat if you think it's going to be less accurate than the CNN version. Where are you? Give me a chance to load one up here. Basically, press one in the chat if Fox is going to be better. Press two in the chat if Fox is going to be worse than the CNN video we just watched. Where do you think? One for better, two for worse. split it's pretty split either way wa stayed here okay to own okay to own some of class three weapons still illegal to ever fire them really that sucks people are asking uh smash or pass never heard of her i would be i would if i were at a bar i would buy her a drink but purely because i'd want to i'd find her interesting because of her last name nothing to do with her looks Anyone who would introduce themselves to me as Carly Shimkus, I'm going to be like, Shimkus, where's that from? <laughs> Can't help it, because I'm pretty rude. People tell me that's rude. I don't think it's rude, but people tell me it's rude. Shimkus, that's a weird name. Where's that from? <laughs> Never heard that before. What? It's cool. I like it. I don't care. just want to know where it's from. Shimkus. Carly Shimkus. Shimkus. All right. Let's see if Fox News does better newsing or worse newsing than CNN. Remember who you voted for. I'm Todd Pyro. We are following this breaking news on all fronts. Griff Jenkins right. live in Washington where President Biden is set to speak this morning. Okay. Lucas Tomlinson live on the ground in Lviv, okay. Ukraine, where embassy staff 
were just evacuated. But yep. first, we turn to Steve Harrigan, who is live in Kiev. Steve, what are you seeing? Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> If you voted for two, that being that, I forget which one was which. Whatever. Not really the point. <laughs> I mean, this is clearly, this is superior newsing to CNN's newsing, is it not? Because this guy has come out with the helmet on, okay? He's not waiting for any explosions or anything. No, no, the threat is imminent where I am right now. I have to have I have to have the helmet on and the vest on to do this live cross. The other reason this is superior newsing to CNN's newsing is this guy is choosing and the ball this is a ballsy move. He's choosing broad daylight. Right? At least the CNN guy in his attempted newsing, he's using the cover of darkness to kind of cover up the fact that there's really nothing happening and that they're using to create news. Yeah. There was nothing really going on in his vicinity, so he just kind of, you know, at least when there's a, a dark backdrop behind you, you can feign vision, you know. Oh, well, it's so dark, we don't know where anything is, it's confusing. Blah, blah, blah. So this guy is doing broad fucking daylight for his newsing. <laughs> We've come out with the helmet on and the jacket on, to report live on the ground where nothing is happening. Let's have a look. Carly, it's really what are you hearing so far this morning? A lot of really bad sounds from about an hour before dawn here. We then why are you not wearing earplugs? <laughs> Simple question. Oh no, we're talking about those Russian sonic weapons again, aren't we? Well, Carly, it's really more about what you're hearing as opposed to what you're seeing out there. Okay, so you should be wearing earmuffs. <laughs> if, if, if the ears are getting punished the most, then surely cover them up. Why aren't you wearing little helmets on your ears, sir? You can do better than that. I expect more from you. <laughs> you can do better than that. We heard explosions off to the explosions. southwest. Eight or ten. I'm not a smart man, Jenny. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting a very big Forrest Gump vibe from this guy, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or anything. I like Forrest Gump. Everybody loves Forrest Gump. Make no mistake about it. But I am getting that lovable simpleton vibe from this dude. Maybe that's why they sent him to the Ukraine. <laughs> you know what? Send Harry. Send Harrison in. What's his name? Harrigan. Send in Harrigan. He doesn't know what's going on. Who cares? <laughs> Steve, do you want to go to the Ukraine? Well, yeah, why the hell not? <laughs> Good attitude. <laughs> Let's book him on a flight. Do I get to wear a helmet? Yes, you do, Steve. Well, that's just beautiful, man. What are you hearing so far this morning? A lot of really bad sounds hearing? from about an hour bad before. Sound, the bad sounds. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of bad sounds. That's why there are two little kind of flaps on the sides of my helmet to semi-protect my ears, I guess, to be fair. 
but yes, I am wearing the helmet because of bad sounds. Or dawn here, we heard explosions off to- Putting a helmet on a child who is afraid of bad sounds is, you know, that's something you would do for a special child because, you know, the type of child, they might have like kind of developmental issues or whatever. If they hear a bad sound, they might go crazy and fucking hit their head on something. Like it happens, you know what I mean? So you, you whack a helmet on them like this guy. <laughs> the southwest eight or ten at a time and then about an hour ago eight behind me behind those clouds it sounded like thunder more explosions then more we heard explosion. air raid sirens we've heard yeah. jets overhead yeah. we've heard helicopters overhead okay. those None of, nothing's happening every when <laughs> the best we've got from a live cross is a couple of off the distant rumbles why aren't there any jets steve why aren't there any jets now <laughs> You promised us jets. You promised us helicopters. You promised us gunfire. Where the fuck is it? Do your fucking job, Steve. Well, let me tell you something. We've been down here on the ground for a good 45 minutes to an hour now. We have seen jets flying over our head constantly. We've heard air raid sirens. We've had explosions. I'm wearing a fucking helmet. I mean, look at me. We've seen it all. But just for this live cross, it seems everything has just got really quiet real fast. Back to you, Carly Shimkus. Sounds are enough to scare people here in Kiev enough to make Kiev. them flee. Uh, there was a, a lot of denial about the possibility that this could be a widespread Russian invasion, that the Russians would attack their neighbors, their brethren here in Ukraine. Well, they are attacking and attack. I wouldn't say brethren. <laughs> Brethren might be a strong term. Considering, you know, you're about to shoot at each other. <laughs> might be a little bit, might be a tad inaccurate. And maybe not inaccurate, inelegant. Attacking in full force. So now, at the last minute... They're going to shoot their brothers. So the bombs have already begun to fall. Yep. People are fleeing. They're getting in their cars with their children. Yep. With their families. With but not us. We're brave. We stay and put the helmet on. <laughs> We're staying right here where nothing is happening and putting the helmet on. They're pets throwing everything in the car and trying to get out of town. They're Fuck all out. heading west in the direction towards Poland. So a real sense of fear here that speaks to two things, I think. One, that people didn't imagine that this could happen. They didn't imagine that Vladimir Putin would attack Ukraine and would attack the capital here of Kiev. Has he? Have they? I know you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not saying he hasn't. <laughs> and two, poor preparation by the government. The government not preparing its people for this possibility, which is now a reality. So oh, oh, a desperate okay. situation, people stuck on the highway, yep. afraid and trying to get away. Yeah, well, that yeah, absolutely, Steve. The images that we're seeing. That is shitty. Getting chased out of your own city like that. It's not good. It's not good. But special credit to the newsing of CNN and Fox News, ladies and gentlemen. Tremendous newsing. The war helmets, the flak jackets, the distant explosions. We can't locate them. We don't know where they came from or what they are. Fantastic fucking using there from CNN. Uh, tell you what. 
In times of trouble, ladies and gentlemen, the Enlightened will show us the way. And I've got a story from the Enlightened right here for you. Cardi B says she's not really on NATO or Russia's side amid Ukraine crisis. Well done, Cardi B. Cardi B, friend of Bernie Sanders, uh, interviewer of Joey B. Remember, Joey B was created by Cardi B. Oh, Joey B, my fucking baby, Joey B. Yeah, you motherfuckers. You gotta go to gynecologist. You get your pussy check. How you gonna pay for that shit, Joey B? How you gonna be shaking your ass, Joey B? You gotta pay off your fucking student loan there. <laughs> you motherfucker, you know. You fucking hustle for the money, but you can't pay back the money. So how you th- how you gonna get your fucking pussy check at a gynecologist, Joey B? Joey baby. So that's our girl. Fucking love her. Let's see what she's got to say. The phone is not hacked. It's really me. I actually want to say a lot of things, but I'm just going to mind my business because okay. sometimes I feel like I have such a big platform that yeah. if I say the, if I don't say the right things, I might get killed. But I- Whoa. Cardi, blink once if you want us to come and rescue you, okay? Because we will. Press one in the chat if you will rescue Cardi B. (laughs) Would you pledge, will you pledge fealty to Cardi B (laughs) and become her, you know, her warrior and go and rescue the fair maiden? Because sometimes if I say the wrong thing, I might get killed. We can't have that situation. We cannot allow that. Our, our princess, our queen. <laughs> Things I might get killed, but I'm really not okay. on NATO side. I'm really not in Russian side. Okay, I'm I'm neither pro or against NATO or Russia. Okay, you know what? It's fucking refreshing, isn't it? It's so refreshing. I am going to crack another beer here. Ah. Wash this. I'm going to wash this fucking dub down. Hmm. <laughs> I love it. Because in the era where every celebrity just has to say, don't worry, we're, we're coming up to another celebrity that Greeno showed me last night on the starting block, and it blew my fucking mind. So we have to play the two back to back. Because some people will say, fuck Cardi B, uh, fuck Cardi B, who cares about fucking Cardi B? I love Cardi B. She's fucking great. She's good fucking fun. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> so, you know, people are like, every single celebrity feels like they have to say something about everything, you know? Russian, are you, they, they're going to have to put out statements about, we stand in solidarity with the Ukrainian people. And it's like, it's the same shit that everyone has seen a million times before. It's the same shit that's just assumed. You know what I mean? Nothing annoys me more than when you watch like some panel show, right? And they all kind of try to outdo each other with how much they really care. You know, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to the people. Yes, of course. And we all know that 99% of people are bad. Yes, we have to reiterate. No, you don't have to reiterate that. You keep saying those things, but you don't have to. We all understand. We all know it's going to be okay. It's fine. So it's refreshing for a celebrity to come out and say, you know what? If I say the wrong thing, I'm going to get killed. So I'm not on NATO side. I'm not on Russia side. I, I'm not my business. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I, I, I like that. 
well done, Cardi. Things I might get killed, but I'm really not on NATO side. I'm really not in Russian side. <laughs> I'm actually in the citizen side because at the end of the day, the world is having a crisis right now. There's inflation not only in America but oh. everywhere in the world. Oh, got it. Got it. Here's a prediction for you. And I'm going to call it early, so I should get Ring good the bell odds. And and get, get your, your cheese, man. man. Thank you for the subs. I should get good odds for this. And I'm talking like 50 to 1, maybe. Give me. Who's going to take me up on this bet at 50 to 1? Within 12 months, Cardi B will appear on the Joe Rogan podcast. All right. All right. Who wants to give me. Who out there has got balls enough to give me 50 to 1? 50 to 1, Cardi to B on the Joe Rogan podcast. What do you got? <laughs> if you're so sure that Cardi B will not appear on the Joe Rogan podcast, give me 50 to 1. What's the difference? It's free money. It's free money. It's all yours. What difference does it make what the odds are? Right? <laughs> You're going to win, aren't you? 50 to 1, Cardi to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. Because this is how it starts. This is how it starts, Cardi. Right? These little things, you know what? I don't want to be on NATO side. I want to be on Russia side. Uh, I just think about the people because, like, you know, it's fucking bullshit out there. There's, like, inflation happening. The pr- Next week, it's going to be the price of gasoline, yo, my bitches. I had to go fill up this fucking SUV. It's a piece of shit. It's too much fucking money. I had to fill this motherfucker up the other day. You know what this motherfucking cost me? <laughs> you know? That's how it starts. She's going to check some account somewhere. She's got millions, but she'll check some account somewhere or something. Something will happen and be like, hang on, where's that money gone that we had there? It's like, oh, no, that just got taken up by buying steak. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck, yo? Taxes go up. They start asking her more favors because she's just going. She'll end up going like not Kanye's way, but similar to. Because she's she's that she's rich enough now. She's big enough now. She doesn't need anyone else. She can just do what she wants. And when I say rich enough and big enough, that depends on each individual, doesn't it? Because there's not a level. I don't think the level is different for each person. Because, you know, one person, their I, their vision of being big enough and rich enough would be different to yours, you know? Like, one person might be big enough and rich enough to just, you know, live quietly in a shack Unabomber style in the woods. That might be rich enough for me, you know? And the other person's rich enough might be never being rich enough. Can't stop. Won't, can't stop, won't stop making the cashish constantly. I don't think Cardi is the latter. I think Cardi is the former. I think Cardi is at a level where she's like, you know what? I've got everything I need. I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't need to do anything I don't want to do. She's she's out of the like, I need to keep perpetually growing and shit. She's had she's good enough. I'm I'm done. I'm happy. You know what I mean? That's what that's the vibe I get anyway. Could be wrong. The day the world is having a crisis right now. It's a crisis There's inflation right now. not only in America but everywhere in the world. It's really hard to get um, the economy back up. There is so much. Dangerously close to economy there. Well done, Cardi. Shipments and embarkments backed up. 
Listen to Cardi. <laughs> Cardi's doing the transportation, the shipping crisis. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man, a lot of these kind of celebrity Democrats, <laughs> they have been slowly but surely because they're finally, it's finally filtered down to a lot of them that they didn't get any of the shit that they wanted, right? Not one, not one thing did they get. Like forgiving student loans, right? More equality, whatever, all that bullshit. One thing that they've got is the... <laughs> they gave them a black female Supreme Justice court pick. And the, what is that? Is that to replace the taxes, is it? Or is that to replace the inflation? <laughs> is that in lieu of student debt? <laughs> you know what I mean? So they haven't got anything they wanted. And a lot of these kind of celebrity types are starting to go, you know what? I can't stand with this motherfucker no more, Bernie. I really wanted you, Bernie. They're done. They've had enough. Foggy in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Fog. Good to see you. So much shipments and embarkments backed up. Shipments, embarkments, China. She <laughs> is going. Cardi is going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast within one fucking year. I guarantee it. <laughs> I mean, China, listen to this. Joey B, what you going to do about the shipping crisis, you see, because the ports in China is congested and... The shipping lines is not producing the same amount of voyages that they used to before. What you gonna do about that shit, Joey? What? <laughs> I'm it's actually not good for the people. in the citizen side because at the end of the day, the world is having a crisis right now. Yep. There's inflation not only in America but oh, everywhere yeah. in the world. Everywhere. It's really hard to get um, the economy back up. There is so much shipments. And embarkments backed yep. up. Yep. China's not really messing with us. So a lot of things are behind. <laughs> a lot of goods are behind. And this shit just made it way more complicated. So I We are in a parallel universe, aren't we? I mean, we like to, you know, like John Cena, right? Remember John Cena sucking China's dick? We, we like to point the finger at a John Cena when he sucks China's dick, and rightly so. You know, LeBron James, same thing. But here we have one who's like, you know what? China ain't fucking with us right now. It's like... All right. Well done. Well done. She's basically... Yeah, she's basically saying fuck China. Like, fuck China. <laughs> we should give her a pat on the back. If we're going to point out the John Cena's and the LeBron James's, then we need to give a thumbs up to the Cardi B's. <laughs> Tell you, Cardi's, this is this is the first like cocooning stage of Cardi's metamorphosis into alt right cult hero. I'm telling you. Uh, boogie. Uh, this is a frozen Asian, and uh, I heard about what you said about China, and uh, well, uh, you are Guaylo. Yeah, you are Guaylo. Stop being wide Aloha and welcome to Pirate Radio, Ladies of Liberty, the hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person P-L-T-C-S. Aloha. Uh, 
Another ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good You gave him a loaded shotgun? Well, you don't give a toy without batteries. Come and get your Tootsie Rolls! It's Irrational Times. Original music. Interactive trivia. Games, guests, VHS record, adult learning center, window repair, flight trainer, kosher catering, and now introducing the lovely assistant. I do Jim Jams. And here I use only the finest jib to combine with an organic jab to produce the highest quality jib jabs. Don't be fooled by those imitation jib jabs made in Chinese sweatshops. Enjoy fair trade jib jabs made locally here in Canada. Due to the outcome of a previous court case, the lovely assistant is prohibited from jib jabbing outside of Canada. I mean, let's, I mean, if we're going to go full public, full transparency, let's see all of it, because I guarantee you what the Democrats were doing was criminal, Im impeachable activities routinely. Hey, where do the llamas like to be petted? You know, I'm going to be real honest. I don't think you look very nice. Mm. This Justin. The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More I don't this world can get you down. There's a one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. That's right, we're coming back. We're fucking back, baby. We're coming fucking back. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You know what? I'm not even pissed. I'm not even pissed. I got like an hour out of it, which is fucking okay. Well done. We got like an hour out of the internet connection before it shat the bed yet again. And this is what it's been doing basically for the last 24 hours here. Just every half an hour to an hour, reset, come back. So now, you know what? Now I don't even begrudge it. Like I said before, I've been watching uh, Vikings lately. And I, I like I like the idea of the warrior monks. I want to, I need to be more humble in my life. I need to have more humility. So things like this are just you know a welcome challenge. <laughs> I will stand strong in the face of adversity from my communications provider. I will not yield. I pledge my fealty onto thee and will defend thy with my life. <laughs> For all the glory of God, I will not give up just because my internet connection is poo-poo. Not gonna happen. So I will come back again and again and again and again and again. I'm gonna keep coming back until the internet writes itself. How about that? And then I will stand atop its corpse in victory, having conquered, having lasted the fucking distance. So we were talking about how wonderfully refreshing it was to see a celebrity say, you know what, 
I don't even give a... I'm not really picking a side here between NATO or Russia. I don't know. But I am talking about, you know, the inflation, Bernie. I'm talking about the shipping crisis. China ain't fucking messing with us, you know. It was so fucking refreshing. And then we have this, ladies and gentlemen, which Greeno showed me last night. I had not seen this before the starting block. If you missed it at the starting block, I'm going to drop it at the end on Twitter. Uh, I had not seen this clip before I watched it with Greeno. And this fucking clip blew my mind. You've probably all seen it already, so... Well, I mean, when I had it... When I when I watched it last night, it had 15.2 million views. It now has 26 million views. Okay, so everyone's fucking seen it now at this point, but let's go. Dear President Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And again, I, wa I want to offer you, right? This is a genuine question. Legitimately. Because you might not like Cardi B, but who do you prefer in this moment? Who's hotter in this moment? This chick? Or Cardi B. Press one in the chat if Cardi B is the more attractive, more rational, more more normal one. Press two in the chat if the you know the pretty white girl is fucking nuts. If she's fucking crazy. Which one? Cardi B seems down to earth. This one seems like a fucking psycho. <laughs> Which one do you want? One or two? I'm taking Cardi every day of the week. Every day of the week. There's no three. There's no option three. Don't be silly. Don't be silly out there. Come on. You know better than that. I expect better than you. I expect better from you. You know better than that. <laughs> Come on, mate. You can do better than this. <laughs> People are saying, I can't believe you would pick two. Being shacked up with this demon. Are you kidding? What a fucking nightmare. At least with Cardi, you'll have fun. You'll have some laughs with Cardi. This one is a psycho. She's fucking crazy. <laughs> this is the difference. Cardi B might do crazy things, but this one is definitely crazy. You see the difference? It's subtle, but, but big. Very subtle difference. Huge difference. To steal a line from Dimitri Martin, it's like the difference between peeing in the pool and peeing into the pool. <laughs> it's a small but important difference. <laughs> All right. Let's have a look at this crazy, whacked out fucking chick. Whoever she is. Greeno told me who she was and I still didn't know who she was. That's how relevant she is. If, if you're a celebrity and you... Once, you know, look, you can be a celebrity and people don't really know your name. That's possible. You know, they're like, oh, look, we do it all the time, right? Oh, I know that guy from that movie, but what's he in? What's his name? I can't think of it. Oh, I've seen him before. That happens all the time. But then when you hear the person's name, it snaps, right? And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. I remember. It's that guy. But I didn't even have that moment when Greeno showed me this chick last night, this video. He's like, oh, and I'm like, who is she? And he's like, oh, she was in such and such. This is her name. After he told me her name, I still didn't know who she was. <laughs> That's what a level of celebrity she is. Even when you're told who she is, you still don't recognize her. I'm sorry. That's not a celebrity. That should be the limit. Fuck it. We're making a new rule in Boogie Stan. In Boogie Stan, you cannot be officially recognized as a celebrity unless people know who you are when you tell them your name. 
That's the only... If, if you can stand in front of them and say, I'm a celebrity and this is my name and they still don't know who you are, you're not a celebrity. You're out of the club. Fucking gone. Banished. You will be you will be collecting fucking potatoes and corn in the fields with the peasants in Boogie Stand, ladies and gentlemen. You will be living in a shack with the pigs. <laughs> Where you belong. Like the rest of us. Fuck you. Oh, well, when I say the rest of us, I don't mean myself. Of course, I'll be in the palace. Of course, being waited on. You know, maybe that should be the punishment. For the celebrities who come to Boogie Stan, flee to Boogie Stan when the rest of the world crumbles around them. They'll be fleeing to Boogie Stan in large numbers. And we'll give them the test. We'll, we'll get 100 av- average citizens together. You know, nothing special about them. And you will stand in front of them and tell them your name. And if they don't recognize who you are, you are then banished to serve me in the royal palace as a peasant, as a slave. Okay? Because you know what? You thought you were famous. You're not famous, but I can make you famous because I'm the king of Boogie Stan. How about that? That's your fucking punishment. All right? We'll fuck the crazy right out of us. <laughs> That has never worked, by the way. Do not. That's just a joke. It's not true. It's not true. I wouldn't do such things. I wouldn't do such things. But, you know, just as a general kind of warning for the guys out there, look, if you're coming of age and you're thinking about sowing your seed, just beware. You know, <laughs> it's it's been tried and it's never been successful. Trying to fuck the crazy out of a hot girl never really works. <laughs> People think they have tried and succeeded, but they have not because they, you know, their lives will fall apart years later. And that's a seed that's sown very deep and doesn't come out until it's fucking way too late for you to change anything about it. <laughs> so you can never fuck the crazy out of the girl, okay? Don't ever take on that project. Exorcisms, I will give you exorcisms, okay? Now, if you can combine the exorcism with the mating ritual and, like, you know, exercise the crazy out of the girl whilst fucking her, then you'll get extra 10 internet points on this show anyway. I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. <laughs> She's if I was your mother, I would have been so loved. <laughs> Held in the arms of the Never. A joyous life. <laughs> it makes me so happy. This People, we as a we as a society, as a fucking civilization, we are so silly. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like when she's writing this, is she thinking about cuddling little baby Vlad and rocking him back and forth, patting him on his little head? That's so weird. That's so weird, man. <laughs> What is she doing? Now, Greeno's answer was she's trying to be famous again, okay? But to that, I disagree. I don't think that that's true. Because if you're trying to be famous again, why would you think that this is the way to do it? And he said, you know, well, look at her. She's like the number three trending story right now because of this clip. I'm like, that's true. Which then made me think a couple of years from now, We will be watching. I'm telling you, this will happen as well. Give me 50 to 1 on this as well. Two years from now, it will be, you know, 
in order to become the trending story on social media, celebrities are going to start doing increasingly more extreme things, right? More ridiculous things. I reckon we are at least two years within the time frame of some B-grade celebrity drinking an ice-cold pitcher of liquefied shit live on TikTok just for the views. That's going to happen. That is going to happen. And the shit's going to be running down their chin and down their neck. Right? <laughs> yeah! Holy shit, what did you do that for? Look at me, I'm the number one trending on fucking social media. Everyone's watching me drink a pitcher of shit. Ah, well, you know, those celebrities, they, they'll do anything for coverage. They'll do anything to get on the front page. And I can't wait for that day. Because this, ladies and gentlemen, is not far removed from that reality that I just presented you with. This is somebody spitting shit at you. It's far more offensive. This chick is far more offensive than somebody drinking a, a pitcher of ice-cold liquefied shit. And it has to be cold. I want you to really think about this. If you had liquefied human shit running down your throat, would you want it to be warm or cold? <laughs> Press one in the chat if you want to drink warm human shit. <laughs> Press two in the chat if you would prefer it to be chilled. I would go with chilled human shit if it were me personally. Trying to be famous on TikTok. Hey. We're only doing this poll so we can guide the next celebrities, you know, to make the right choice. What's going to be the most productive way of drinking it to get the most views? Because guaranteed there would be a war that breaks out on social media. People would start arguing about do they prefer it hot or cold? Because <laughs> everyone's an idiot. I'm seeing a lot of twos in the chat. I'm, su I'm surprised um, people would want warm. That surprises me. I think I would think ice cold, take the edge off it, you know? <laughs> warm, it's if it's warm, then it would be like drinking oatmeal. If it's cold, it's like a milkshake. That's the way I think about it. Nobody likes oatmeal. <laughs> certainly, certainly nobody wants to drink oatmeal. Oatmeal that tastes like human shit. Nobody's doing that. People are changing their votes now. Let's carry on. With the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a oh. pure demise of nations sitting. <laughs> How now, brown bureaucrats? Peaceful <laughs> under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm. So much laughter and joy and nothing would harm. I can't imagine the stain, the soul-stealing pain. Another thing that I was thinking of when I watched this the first time, okay, so what about baby Hitler? Do you think if if somebody... Do you think if baby Hitler had have been adopted by a celebrity, do you think he might have turned out to be a very different boy? <laughs> and that just made me wish, maybe we can you know, put this forward, pitch this as a movie idea or something, or a Netflix series. I think we should do a show where Whoopi Goldberg adopts baby Hitler. That's my, that's my idea. And Mel Gibson will be Uncle Mel. And let's just see how it plays out. Let's see what happens. 
they'll do, you know, you'll be homeschooling because of COVID, so obviously you're going to have to be talking about things like the Holocaust. Fucking look forward to it. Although, if you teach baby Hitler, if if Whoopi Goldberg and Uncle Mel teach baby Hitler about future history that he was a part of, even though he was born afterwards, will that unravel World War II? Or will it just mean that the other side wins? That's dangerous. Because he's going to have, you know, he's going to know what happens before it happens now, baby Hitler. So we've got to be careful. We can't we can't teach baby Hitler about World War II. Or, or a, you know, a hole will open up in the middle of the universe and suck us all in. Have we seen enough of this crazy chick? I think Get out of there. I've got a story for you here, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, from time to time, I like to peruse the various pages of places like Slate. And Slate has this section where people write in to the magazine for advice, of course. Now, you do get some varieties of people who write in, but I will say that this is probably one of the best ones that I've seen in all my years, in all my years of doing this. One of the best ones I've seen. Here, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy this from Slate. What? Okay, that's great. Thank you. Gotcha. Don't you hate it when toolbar things pop up and shit? All right. Slate, ladies and gentlemen, help. My wife got thrown off the Homeowners Association board for being racist. Yes. Help me. Help. My wife is a racist. The subheading, I honestly don't know. I I honestly don't know who she is anymore. Now, here's we like a good quiz on this show. Here's your first quiz question of the of this particular article. Press one in the chat if you think that she's married to a woman. Press two in the chat if you think she is married to a man. Because it says, "Help! My wife got thrown off the homeowners association board for being a racist." Okay, is the person saying my wife a man or a woman? Press one in the ch- chat for man. Press two in the chat for woman. What do you got? There's some ones, it's mostly ones, and there's a few two scattered around. Well, let's have a little look-see, shall we? My wife of 15 years has always been more right-leaning than me, but that has become much more pronounced since the 2016 election, and it just got worse during the pandemic. Oh, dear. Lovers quarrel, ladies and gentlemen. So, surely, first of all, you need to question your own morality should you not sir i mean imagine in 2016 imagine marrying a conservative oh ew oh my god you married a bigot jane how could you you married a racist what's wrong with you i now this is the person writing the letter 
I now hide who I'm voting for to avoid... <laughs> I now hide who I'm voting for and avoid certain topics to avoid setting her off. Okay, she sounds like a little firecracker to me. She wouldn't have gotten vaccinated except that our daughter forbade her from seeing our newborn grandsons until she was vaccinated. Okay. Starting to get a picture of the family environment here, aren't we? The, the types of conversations that might flow around the kitchen table at Thanksgiving or Christmas, for example, ladies and gentlemen, are starting to reveal themselves here in inference. The article continues. Recently, things came to a head when her targeting of a mixed couple in our condo complex <laughs> caused her to be publicly accused of racism and kicked off the HOA board. The wife was publicly accused of racism. Why didn't you defend her honour, sir? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Defend the honour of your wife? Or... Or did you join the townsfolk and hurl tomatoes at her? <laughs> She's not my wife. I don't know who you're talking. I've never seen her before in my life. I haven't. Boo! She's a sinner. Burn her. <laughs> Is that what you did? Or did you do the thing where she stormed off and she was like, you know, come on, Larry, let's go home. And you stayed behind. And, you know, you stayed behind righteously with the expectation that you would defend her honour to the angry Puerto Ricans who she upset. Is that who it was? Was it Puerto Ricans? I don't even know. Kind of important. So, the angry couple. <laughs> the angry couple. So, you stayed behind to argue against them, but you found yourself within the first kind of 30 to 60 seconds agreeing with them, didn't you? You did, and it's okay to admit it. She might be really annoying. I don't know. Larry, we're sick of her shit. Okay. <laughs> Larry, go and put a leash on that bitch. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing over there, Larry? Come on, Larry. Get your fucking woman under control, Larry. And it's Larry too, because I imagine the way that she talks to him to be like, Oh, for fuck's sake, Larry. Be that really annoying tone. We're here because Johnny Boy hasn't been able to cut it man-wise for some time. Not that I want the smell of gin and sour defeat pressed against me. <laughs> Simpsons. Simpsons reference. Larry. Recently, things came to a head when her targeting of a mixed couple in our condo complex caused her to be publicly accused of racism and kicked off the HOA board. She left the virtual meeting in tears, so she got kicked off the board via Zoom. Oh. That's like getting a divorce via a text message. <laughs> you have been removed from the board. I'm not even in the building. I have a desk. She left the virtual meeting in tears. She threw a tantrum about how unfairly she'd been treated. Of course, how could she have been treated unfairly? She's a right winger. <laughs> Never happens. <laughs> hey? I mean, 
What is she talking about? She's spreading conspiracies. Here she is, you know, claiming to be a conservative who was falsely accused of racism and thrown out of a, you know, thrown off a board. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> That's never happened before, crazy bitch. I pointed out that she had been indeed targeting them. Oh, blaming the victim. Digging up archaic rules to make them change their curtains or remove their barbecue. Okay, she's a cunt too. She's a cunt too. See? The whole internet is bad. Everyone on the internet, everyone on the internet is a cunt. That's your new rule for today. New rule, okay? Everyone is a cunt. I said her behaviour was mean-spirited and, yes, could be seen as racist. Oh, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I apologise. I apologise. I should have read further ahead. I didn't know. I didn't know. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, let's try this again. Recently, things came to a head when her targeting of a mixed couple in our condo complex caused her to be publicly accused of racism and kicked off the HOA board. She left the virtual meeting in tears. She threw a tantrum about how unfairly she'd been treated. I pointed out that she had indeed been targeting them, digging up archaic rules to make them change their curtains or remove their barbecue. And that's where I stopped reading and I shouldn't have big smacks to me. I should know better because it continues harassing them about having family stay over now hang on a minute i've i've known enough of the people i've known enough of the type of people who you know talk about racism a lot <laughs> who are white i've known enough white people in that kind of category to know that when they say things like why are you complaining about them having family stay over Right. Why are you complaining about them having family stay over? I might, I might think like, well, were the family on the driveway drinking beer at five in the morning, playing music on the car stereo and honking their horns and shit? Yeah. Hey, mama sister! <laughs> shit like that. Is that what did did that fall within the boundaries of family staying over? Because it's possible, right? You don't know. Digging up archaic rules to make them change their curtains or remove their barbecue. Harassing them about having family stay over. Attempting to write a rule against signs in windows. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen. They have a Black Lives Matter sign. Oh dear. Oh dear. So they had a Black Lives Matter sign in the window. And the wife was trying to get them to take the sign down. Finally, it all becomes clear. Remember that the title of this is Help. My wife got thrown off the HOA board for being a racist. Subtitle, I honestly don't know who she is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's the, the, the headline is deceptive because at a glance, you would think that the writer is asking for help on behalf of his wife, but he's not. That's the beautiful part about this story. That's the beautiful part about this this letter. 
help. My wife got thrown off the HOA board for being a racist. You would think that means help my wife, but it doesn't mean help my wife, does it? No. He wants help with how to break up with his wife (laughs) because he agrees with the mob that she is, in fact, racist. Because, quote, I honestly don't know who she is anymore. (laughs) He doesn't want to help her. He wants to help himself. He wants to be rid of her. (laughs) Listen to this. Harassing them about having family stay over, attempting to write a rule against signs in windows, quote, they have a Black Lives Matter sign. She lashed out at me for failing to support her as a husband should. How dare she? She lashed out at me for failing to support her as a husband should. Listen to this. this I was right. Quote, I said her behaviour was mean-spirited and yes, could be seen as racist. That's what he said to her. So he agreed with the mob. Now listen to this. Listen to this. She stayed at her sister's for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You should have supported me. You're my husband. No, I join with the mob. You must be banished. (laughs) Out you go. Racist. Help my racist wife. <laughs> I honestly don't even know who she is anymore. He couldn't he couldn't wait to jump on the side of the mob, could he? He couldn't wait to declare himself rid of the evil racist right-wing wife. <laughs> he was savage. That's you have to give the lefties that. You have to give them that credit. They are in fact savage when it comes when it comes to culling their herd, they're relentless. As soon as you're seen to be on the wrong side, that's it. You're banished forever. Never to return. You've got to, got to tip your hat to that. The other side, the other side's the more the side that's like, please like us. <laughs> you know, Please, we'll do anything to be your friend. The left is more like, if you don't do what I say, you're fucking gone. <laughs> to that, it's kind of like, yeah, respect. Respect. They put a high urgency on membership, don't they? Unless you unless you fucking commit, you're out the door. Whereas the other side are like, hey, hey, you know what? We're really friendly over here and we like everybody. And you know, can you do you want to hang out with us and maybe talk about the economy and taxation and individual liberty? <laughs> Whereas the other side are like, will you submit your child to having their penis removed? Yes or no? Um, yes, I guess. Okay then. Now get out of my sight. (laughs) Fucking respect. She lashed out at me for failing to support her as a husband should. I said her behaviour was mean-spirited and yes, could be seen as racist. She stayed at her sister's for the weekend. She returned, but we haven't talked about it. So she returned and it's just icy in there. Not bringing it up, not mentioning anything. Hopefully she got fucked on her weekend at the sister's. I hope she went off to stay with her sister. I hope she told you she went to stay with the sister for the weekend, but she was actually getting fucking dicked by the high school football team. 
she came back refreshed. She came back refreshed and willing to put up with your shit for a little bit longer. So everyone's happy. <laughs> I miss not walking on eggshells around her. Our daughter has gotten wind of this and suggested counselling. They want to go to counselling. Gone. But I don't, I don't know if my wife would listen. I can't get through to her. I barely recognise the woman I married. But at the same time, I can't imagine trying to start over at 57. What should I do? Signed, Feeling Blue. Can I borrow a feeling? <coughs> now, here's the response. Press, press one in the chat if you think the advice will be to stay with your wife and work through it. Press two in the chat if the expert is going to say, ditch that bitch. One in the chat, you love your wife, you need to stick with her. Politics shouldn't ruin families. Press two in the chat if, fuck that bitch, get rid of her. Which one do you think? Oh, I'm seeing twos already. The twos are rolling in. <laughs> Someone in the chat said, two, kill her. <laughs> Listen to the voices in your head and do what you're asked if you want to be a hero. Dear Feeling Blue, <laughs> I know the feeling of not wanting to start over is very real, but I want to try and talk you out of it. So many people find love and companionship at your age. Also, being alone and living a peaceful life without the kind of conflict you're dealing with might not be that bad. Not even... Don't even pause to consider it. Just start packing your bags. Just get out immediately. Fucking bravo. <laughs> The results are in, ladies and gentlemen, and the answer is, I'm afraid, number two, ditch the bitch. <laughs> Get her the fuck out of your life as quickly as possible. <laughs> hey, I know you don't want to start over again, but trust me, it's not that bad. Don't worry. You'll, you'll find a new woman at the age of 57 like that. It's so easy. Uh, Ambelina with the diamond. Hi, Boogie. Sliding in with the late fee. Thank you for the late fee. Very, very considerate of you. Very considerate. Ambelina, happy birthday to Ambelina, by the way. Oh, you know what? We got time tonight. I'm doing a marathon. The the video, uh, the, the video, the internet's already cut out once today. So we're probably, I reckon, 10 to 15 minutes away from another cutout. And when that happens, I'll go and reset again. We'll be fucking back long, hard, and strong for hour number three. So, but because it is Ambelina's birthday, and only because Ambelina uh, is in fact the caretaker of Bumpy the butt plug. For those reasons. Uh, we do this with a little tradition here on the show. We give a traditional American Happy birthday tune to the special birthday person. Happy birthday. Let's go. Bye, bye. 
बार दिन ये आए बार बार दिल ये जाए बार बार दिन ये आए बार बार दिल ये जाए तू जिए हजारों का ये मेरी है आज तू हैप्पी बर्थडे टू यू हैप्पी बर्थडे टू यू हैप्पी बर्थडे Happy birthday to you Bar bar din ke aaye Bar bar dil ye chaaye Tu jiye hazaron saal Ye meri hai also good because I did have to run off to the little boys room and relieve and I'm, bl- I'm glad to be back because now I can do another fucking stint
There he goes. There's our champ. Just keeps going. Just fucking keeps going, doesn't it? <laughs> Traditional birthday song. I'll be I'll be another year older by the time it's over. That's why it's so good. They had so much time to fucking practice the shit. India are bro tears, by the way, if you haven't figured that out. India are bro tier. I love Indians. Indian people are good. I don't like working for Indians because I've done that before. <laughs> and if you work for Indians, they're tight and they're cheap and they don't pay you well. <laughs> but if you're drinking and, like, you know, you, if you're just chilling with Indian bros, like, outside of work, they're 100% cool. And, you know, if you're working with Indians, they're 100% cool as well. But it's just if you're working, like, directly, if they're, like, the company owner. That was my experience. Anyway, they did not like paying money. <laughs> You'd basically have to beg and scratch for your own paycheck every week. It's just the way it was. Some might say that I'm a loner. Happy birthday, by the way, then, to Ambelina. Let's check this out. But I just as you know, good news. We have wrapped up the freedom fucking terrorism, uh, you know, roadshow, whatever the fuck they were doing up there in Ottawa. All of these, they like to call themselves patriots. I like to call them enemies of the state. As you know, that kind of honking will not and shall not be tolerated. That kind of honking was in fact causing great distress to many an Ottawarian, if that's what they refer to. So let's see what happened exactly as the Freedom Convoy came to a shuddering halt. Well, it got towed away. Next, reports from Canada say key organisers of the truck protest in the capital, Ottawa, have been arrested. Yep. Earlier, police warned protesters of imminent action imminent to clear action. them from the area okay. and uh, end a crisis that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau warns is threatening public safety. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a threat to public safety. For years I've kept my feelings grounded. What are the odds? Who would have thought? Who would have thought we'd be hearing that phrase again so soon? Hmm? Hmm? Amazing, isn't it? It's almost like we have a precedent now where we can do whatever we want in the name of "quote unquote" public safety. It's weird, isn't it? Weird. This is the first I've heard of this. <laughs> of course, the last year or two have been precursors to this very moment. Issue after issue, time after time, freedom after freedom being stripped away just to be told, hey, it's for public safety. Nothing we can do. It's public safety. Can't question the safety. Just got to go along with it. Are you questioning safety? Do you want grandma to die? Are you questioning the safety of black people? Are you a racist? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> right? I don't know what How dare you question public safety? No, so this is just the norm now. This is what we're going to be having. That's what those of us here are going to have to become accustomed to. For others, it's no big deal. They'll just do what they're told, whatever it is. Scan here, stand here, go in this door, go out that door. Sign in, sign out. Wear it, don't wear it, Take, put it on, take it off, stand up, sit down, kneel before the king. You'll have to do all of them. 
And the rest of us will kind of be standing on the side of the room going, what, are they, what do we have to do this for? What's this about? This is stupid. This is dumb. What are we doing? <laughs> right? Thank God. Thank God we towed these fucking truckers out of there, by the way. You can't be allowed to hold a country to hostage. Incidentally, did anybody see Ottawa burning to the ground recently? I don't know. Did you see anything? Let's be fair here. It is fucking cold in Ottawa. It's a lot colder in Ottawa than it is in California. Okay. So maybe uh, here's what I'm thinking. The Ottawa protest was actually far more violent than the protests in the United States where numerous cities burned to the ground. Okay. It was far more violent, but because of the temperature, (laughs) because it's really cold outside, none of the buildings spontaneously combusted like they did in the American cities. Because, of course, as we know, nobody set fire to anything. There were no crimes. There was no violence. There were no riots. There were peaceful, mostly peaceful protests. Recorded in history and now forevermore. So there's nothing you can do about it. I'm glad these... Glad these terrorist truckers got rounded up, eh? It makes me feel safer knowing that the government of Canada... I mean, it'll never happen. That, that, you know what? That's happening in Canada. That'll never happen here. <laughs> They'll never do that shit to me. I've got my guns. <laughs> oh, okay. Bravo. standing O. But it's good to know, you know, I feel so much safer seeing a you know, Western liberal democracy declaring uh, the right to, you know, freeze people's bank accounts whenever they want for whatever reason they want without a warrant. I mean, I feel so much safer with that's happening there. Well done, everyone. Hey, it's for public safety. We need to lock your bank account if we so fucking choose it for public safety. Well, thank you. I feel safer. I definitely feel so much safer with this arrangement, as you all should. (laughs) So I'm glad they dragged them out of there. Good, good. Large numbers of officers have been seen moving into the city centre. Russell Trot reports. Russell Trot. Freedom. This is for freedom. Downtown Ottawa, the centre still paralysed. Paralysed. putting up fencing around. The centre has been paralysed. Very emotive language, don't they? I hope he's here. Somebody in the chat. I hope he's wearing a flak jacket. <laughs> this guy. Can we get? Can we get the fucking Ottawa reporter in a flak jacket and a helmet, please, ladies and gentlemen? Like our mate. Here. Where's our full screen? Come on. There he is. There he is. Well done. So we. You bet, I mean, you better be dressed for success in the middle of this fucking freedom convoy. What they're calling a freedom convoy, we call rolling wheels of death. Government buildings, around 400 trucks are still here. 400 are trucks out. are still They're here. telling the truckers to leave the area now or risk arrest and vehicle seizures. Vehicle seizures. But you can't take my private property. I've got guns. Guess what? You might have guns, but they might have 50 more people. <laughs> or, or, the, the army.
We are just going to take your truck off you. We're just going to confiscate. It's again, aren't you? It doesn't matter who you vote for. Aren't you just sick of being spoken to like a child? If you don't put your toys away, we're going to take them off you. <laughs> That's what you're being taught here. You get to a, you get to a certain age and you realise that government is really just your pet. It's the continuation of your childhood. <laughs> It's the government replaces your parents. You become a child baby and the government is now mummy. That's the way they treat us and that's the way we treat them. What is the government going to do? Will we be allowed out? Can we do this? Are they going to protect me? Are they going to give me food? Who's going to pay me? Who's going to give me my lunch money? This is it's what we do. We come of age and we think we move out of home. You know, we get ourselves a wife, you start a little family, you fucking get a job or a career, whatever. You think you're an adult, but you're not. <laughs> you are just now an adult-sized baby whose parent is the government. Even if you don't want them to be, you can be the estranged teenager in the relationship. The government can still at any time knock on your door and say, I'm your daddy and you're going to do what you're told. <laughs> But you haven't been here my whole life. You didn't raise me. I don't know you. Doesn't matter. Legally, I'm your daddy. So get your shit, get in the car, and get the fuck out. <laughs> You're coming to stay with me. That's what they do. Unfortunately for the trucking terrorists, their vehicles will be seized if left unattended. Being handed out. They're telling the truckers to leave the area now leave the or area risk arrest now. and vehicle seizures. Vehicle seizures. We've been bolstering our resources, developing clear plans and preparing to take action. Good. In the past few days, we've been communicating directly with the unlawful protesters. Oh. We've told them they must leave and we have warned them the consequences of disobeying these rules. Mm. There will be consequences. And mind you, mind you, Justin Trudeau is the same person who's like, we believe everybody has a right to protest, of course. Which is, you know, we've been saying on this show for a few years, a couple of years now, that's the beauty of the COVID lockdown law. Is It's the one law that you can write where you can make it illegal to protest the law. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a snake eating its own tail, right? The lockdown law. You know, you can say, we believe everyone has a right to protest. And you go, good, can I go and protest the lockdown law? No, I'm sorry, that would be a violation of the lockdown law. Can't allow it. But you said everyone's got a right to protest. Yes, we believe everyone does have a right to protest. But unfortunately, it's illegal to protest uh, the lockdown law. You'll be in violation of the health guidelines. Oh. So it's a never-ending circle. <laughs> a circle within a circle. Nearby in Parliament, Prime Minister Justin in Trudeau Parliament. defended his decision to use the Rayleigh anyway. Invoked Emergencies Act. It gives him a wide range of temporary powers. Temporary? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> temporary, you say? No. Surely not temporary. I mean, you know what? I'm sick of these conspiracy theorists and there's conspiracy theories talking about things like permanent rules. Clearly it's temporary because we said so. You know, obviously, as soon as we get the truckers out of there, they are terrorists, obviously. So as soon as we whip them out of there, <laughs> we're going to hand the powers back. Everything is going to be fucking fantastic. Hunky-dory. Ladies and gentlemen, in an unrelated article, Trudeau government moves to make expanded surveillance powers over financial transactions permanent. 
think this story came the I think this story came out the same day as the video we just watched. <laughs> Hours later. No, Boogs. Boogs, you're so stupid. When a politician says they're going to do something or not do something, they always keep their promise. <laughs> we will be handing back these temporary powers. Six hours later. Oh, we're going to make the powers permanent now. Yay, it's for safety. How can we keep people permanently safe if we don't have permanent powers? Come on, guys. This is basic stuff here. <laughs> How can we permanently be safe if we only have temporary restrictions? Come on. Okay. Work with me here. In order to be permanently safe, we're going to have to have permanent emergency powers. Okay. That means, sir, doesn't that mean we're going to have to keep having emergencies? Yes, it does. What's happening in the Ukraine? Let's light that shit up. Don't forget that the oil and gas prices now are caused by Vladimir Putin. Seriously. Trudeau government moves to make expanded surveillance powers over financial transactions permanent. As all eyes were uh, trained on the aggressive police sweep of the Ottawa trucker convoy this week, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's administration was quietly moving to implement a sweeping expansion of surveillance power at the federal level, getting the feds involved. Good, good, good. Every protest at this point is just an opportunity to fuck you harder. That's the sad truth of it all. That's the sad reality of, the, of it all. We think if we're protesting, we're doing the right thing and standing up for our honour, but we're just helping them fuck us. We are handing them the strap to strap us to the table. We don't even realise it. Because what else do we have to do? What else can we do? It's the only thing we can do. It's like it's like taking the painkiller that kills you faster. Right? Every protest. Get used to it. Every protest from now on will be a collection of, you know, white supremacists, right-wingers, extremists, and they need to be shut down because they're a danger to our democracy. Get used to it. If you're not already... Every protest will be the same. And I don't know what, if anything, to do. I don't know what people, quote unquote, can, should, or, you know, are possible to do. I don't think there is anything. I think we just, I think we, I genuinely think we just have to enjoy the ride until we can't anymore and then see what happens. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the afterglow of a once, you know, strong civilization. Enjoy it. Because from what I've read and, you know, studied but studied about various, you know, historical empires, <laughs> the last days are generally not enviable. <laughs> Put it that way. The Trudeau government's financial war against the truckers has been covered at length, but one underreported aspect of this broader assault on Canadian civil liberties is the effort to bring crowdfunding and payment service providers, two of the most prominent routes for financial transactions on the internet, quote, under the permanent control of a centralised government authority. 
who would have thought that having who would have thought that having like digital transactions and stuff would eventually help enslave us? Who would have who would have thought that? Who would have thought not using cash anymore would have fucked us? <laughs> wow. Crazy ideas. <laughs> I was just thinking yesterday, I was you know, I was trying to work and my internet was fucking cutting in and out and it was a pain in the ass and you know, reloading software and stuff constantly. And I was like, oh, God. It's just one of those afternoons, you know. And I was thinking, I'm not particularly old, but um, when I was a kid, I had the internet. And the internet was a toy, you know. It was something you did maybe a couple of hours a day. You log into like, you know, MIRC or, you know, VP or something like that and just log into some... Uh, random chat room, start fucking with people. <laughs> you do that for an hour or two, you know, Down, download some, st- <laughs> fuck with people in a chat room for an hour or two, download some still nudes and maybe, you know, start downloading a, a couple of MP3s and go to bed. And that was, that was the internet. That's what it was. But now the internet is fucking everything. It's, ev- it's everything. It's everyone. It's all the time. From the minute we wake up to the minute we go to sleep, most people. Not obviously not everyone, but exceptions to trends do not invalidate trends. Clearly, so you know a lot of people they'll wake up to their phone alarm going off and they'll start listening to a fucking podcast or a stream or a radio show or whatever. And then you log into your work internet console and you work on the internet all day. And then you're finished for the day. You turn it off. Uh, it, let's just say you're pretty fit. You'll go for a jog and you put the fucking headphones on again and you'll listen to a, you know Spotify, a Spotify playlist while you're working out. And then you go home and stream uh, something on Netflix. So it's it's work, it's entertainment, it's everything. Whereas once, not not that long ago, it was literally just a fucking toy for us. When we were kids, it was a toy. A couple of hours a day, log in, fuck around, maybe play some Doom with a friend or something, or Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> right? Over a dial-up modem, and that was it, and you went to bed. You jerked off to the porn that you could download and you went to bed. It's done. Smoke a a couple of cones, log on to the internet, fuck with people in chat rooms, pretend you can't speak English and shit. Shit posting. Shit posting was actually born like in the fucking mid to late 90s. (laughs) Going into IRC chat rooms and stuff. (laughs) For for the uh, young'uns out there, IRC, Internet Relay Chat. It was just words, like no pictures or anything. No avatars, just words, a name and words. And it was basically, it was like Reddit, it was like Reddit, but with chat rooms instead of threads, right? So there was a chat room for everything and there'd be people in there. Yeah, you could just fuck around, talk shit to people, you know? Go on Napster, Napster, download MP3s. Beautiful stuff. You could build a website using like Angel Fire on Netscape Navigator. <laughs> Take you 20 minutes to download still nude, uh, nudes. You jerked off. You went to bed. Went to school the next day. Everything was great. Come home that day. Fuck around on the internet for an hour. Go to, go to bed. It was a toy. Not anymore. Uh, what are we doing here? Oh, that's right. <laughs> now, that to- now that toy is fucking us. Now that toy is strapping us to the table and saying, hey, you know what? Thank you so much for enjoying this toy that you've enjoyed for the last 25, 30 years. But now we are taking the toy off your hands. We're strapping you to the table and we're throat fucking you with it until you throw up in your own mouth. That's what we're doing. 
As of today, all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with FinTrack and they must report large and suspicious transactions into FinTrack. Large and suspicious. Define suspicious. Real player. Yes, real player in the chat. Citizen Volga. Don't forget, of course, your different Winamp skins. Did you download your, what was the Windows MP3 player that you could have different skins for? That's the one I had. IRC was my main, IRC was my main fucking hood <laughs> in the early internet days. But of course, there was also ICQ. Uh, there was Virtual Places was another one. But IRC was my big one. Define what is, is. It's more than 5,000. Okay. Fucking more than 5,000? That's suspicious? Winamp, be correct. Winamp, that's the one. Done. Walk down memory lane. Freeland said the trucker convoy, which had assembled to protest coronavirus restrictions, had, quote, highlighted the fact that digital assets and funding mechanisms, quote, weren't captured by the Canadian government's pre-existing surveillance powers. As a result, she said, the government will also bring forward legislation to provide these authorities to FinTrack on a permanent basis. Hey, it's just two more weeks, you guys. Two more weeks of permanent restrictions. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it's going to be. Look, just follow the rules for two more weeks and then you'll get what what you want. And, of course, the beautiful part about this whole tragic tale is the very opposition to the rules in the first place will now be viewed by the people who support the rules as those to blame for the rules existing. Light up a cigar to that. It's it's beautiful. It really is. They are so good at mind-fucking a population into submission, you have no fucking idea we we will sit here and look at figures like justin trudeau and say oh he's a clueless idiot he's a puppet he's fucking laughing at us they've just perpetuated in you know in broad daylight quote unquote uh one of the greatest bait and switches of all time the people protesting against having their freedoms taken away are the are the people people support this because of the people protesting against it. You see what I'm saying here? If you support Justin Trudeau and you support this, it's because you're supporting this because of what the other guys did. But what did the other guys do? The other guys protested against this. You see it? You see the beautifulness of it. It's it's fucking intricate. These people are social psychologist extraordinaires. They know how to mindfuck a population into submission. Until they kind of just throw their hands up in the air and say, what the fuck are you going to do? That's that's the result. Bravo to them. CNN. A fourth COVID-19 shot might be recommended this fall as officials continually look to emerging data. 
be time for number four. <laughs> Are you ready to load up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Are you ready to do the right thing? Here we go. I knew I was forgetting something. I knew I was forgetting something. Because this was meant to go up against that previous one. Because, of course, now we've got the permanent powers, ladies and gentlemen, in Canada. <laughs> now we've got the permanent emergency powers in Canada because of the terrorists... We need to construct a language around those policies in order for it to make justifiable sense to the idiots in the audience. We need to let you know just how serious this is. We cannot have these Confederate flag-waving truckers taking up our fucking streets. You know why? Because there is a subculture of neo-Nazi racism involved in every single one of them. Do you want proof? I got proof. How many guns need to be seized? How much vitriol do we have to see of Hong Kong, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? Oh, aren't we getting some good ones fucking pop out of the woodwork now? Hey? <laughs> aren't we getting some little gems pop up lately? Look at this one. Yes, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you are playing along at home, I am pleased to report that once again, we have hit the jackpot bold framed glasses, ladies and gentlemen. Yet again. She's going with the old school kind of 70s leopard skin bold frame glasses look there. But bold frame glasses they are nonetheless. Let's go again. How many guns need to be seized? How much vitriol do we have to see of Hong Kong, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? Hong Kong, an acronym for Heil Hitler. <laughs> Hong Kong! Hong Kong! Hong Kong! The honking will continue until freedom improves! <laughs> Someone in the chat mentioned um, shopping carts. Don't worry, I've actually got... I've I've brought up like a classic Cartnarks clip for later on in the show, because I'm I'm going to stick around. I'm going to do a marathon. Fuck it, who cares? I'm only doing one show a week now. Why not? What else have I got to do? <laughs> so actually, I found like uh, a Cartnarks video that I haven't seen yet from like 11 months ago, and it looked quite good. And I quickly scanned through it. And I'm like, oh okay, this looks like a fun one. So I've got that for later on. Um, there's also a uh, you know that the Aussie Chef, the long-haired Aussie Chef, put the fucking Chop up the fucking onions, put the fucking potatoes in the pot, mate. Cook them until they're fucking cooked. We've got that guy as well. We can do that too. So I've got plenty of shit going on tonight. Why not? Do we need to see by these protesters on social media? Mm -hmm. How many? Okay, there you go. Honk, honk. The honking will continue until freedom improves. <laughs> Let's go. 
A fourth COVID-19 shot might be recommended this fall as officials continually look to emerging data. As the world approaches the second anniversary of the declaration of the COVID-19 pandemic by the World Health Organization. What? What? Wait, wait, wait. We're now celebrating the anniversary of the declaration of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm not lying. That quote again. As the world approaches the second anniversary of the declaration of the COVID-19 pandemic. Everything's fine. Celebrate the declaration, everyone. On March 11, more nations are rolling out or are discussing the possibility of fourth doses of coronavirus vaccine for their most vulnerable. In the United States, leading public health officials say they are, quote, very carefully monitoring for it when fourth doses might be needed. Israel was the first nation to roll out fourth doses. Shalom, my brothers. It's nice to see you tackling the pandemic so enthusiastically. Line up here and get your medicine. Yes, sir. Some things never change. <laughs> oh, it's, no one's going <laughs> to. <laughs> Israel was the first nation to roll out fourth doses, announcing in December that adults 60 and old, older, medical workers and people with suppressed immune systems were eligible to receive the extra shot if at least four months have passed since their third dose. More recently, the Public Health Agency of Sweden announced last week that second booster doses are recommended for everyone 80 and older in the country. The United Kingdom's Department of Health and Social Care announced Monday that an extra booster dose of coronavirus vaccine will be offered in the spring to adults 75 and over. Residents in care homes for older adults and the immunosuppressed people 12 and older. Let's get those fucking boosters happening. Let's roll them out. Oh. I've been doing some looking into Boogie Bumper and his fancy voice there, fancy Australian voice. Turns out, after a little bit of uh, scrutinizing in my uh, studio here, his voice is not natural. He uses uh, digital uh, tricks, studio magic to make his voice sound deep uh, and low and nice. It's, it's actually not. It sounds like a high-pitched kind of uh, weaselly voice. And also the accent, fake. Uh, another digital trick, studio magic. So sorry, Boogie, had to expose you, but it's, uh, you know, you've been riding too high for too long, sir. It's pretty, it's so pretty. We go with Ian Michael, Glass Art, head of the British Garage Door Repairers and Glassmakers Association, Lord Clarence Cobblepot. Well, I, I truly have uh, no uh, hesitations. It's just uh, Ian Michael is a visionary, uh, possibly the most uh, wonderful, talented glassmaker we've ever seen. You know, of this generation, uh, I recommend him to all of our, our our service members and all of our our union members who require only the best in quality. Ian Michael glass art, not just dildos and butt plugs. 
Do you suffer from mass hysteria, not knowing whether to wear a mask or not? Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of Karens? Do you suffer from anti-laughism, the inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well... It's Char Worthington here with Char Money Live, where you can have a chahoochinani of a good time. We have everything from current events to a chasource of McCarran, where these chicans just be going chug crazy. It's off the hinge. We even got Karen jumping off the trailers. We got Karens going chug crazy over french fries. We even have Karens that think they have the force. It's insane over here at Chamele Live. So I appreciate you. Come on down. We got the phone lines. They're always open. We'd love to have you. Side effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen, due to hysterical laughing, and inability to shield off Karen's come within six feet of your vicinity, expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence of lack of bullshit in your life, and the inability to become based. For instance, help with any of these symptoms, please contact the trauma and outline immediately or seek your closest woke friend who may be able to calm you during your time of transition from sleep to awake. The best way to describe Boogie Bumper is that he is a left-wing socialist criminal who should not be allowed to have any influence over anybody. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. Coming back. We're back. <laughs> yes, another reset. Yes, another restart. Yes, we have been on since six, like we are every fucking week. What are you talking about? Always here at six. What do you mean? What do you mean, bro? What are you talking about? Yes, we've got just enough time for me to visit the little boy's room yet again, because I am drinking too many of these mango-infused beers like a soft cock. And because they go down so exceptionally easily, I may be getting a little lunchtime drunk today. Why not? It's a Saturday. Ah. Little, little lunch drunk. Haven't eaten yet today. <laughs> That's always a good mix, isn't it? <laughs> so look, I'm open. I'm open to going where you want to take this. Now, I do have stuff here. Let me go through. Let me go through some of the items that I have because I did collect a few this week. And, you know, let's see what mood you're in. I think there's one that we have to do. We have the interview on Canadian taxpayer-funded television, the CBC. The interview with the resident of Ottawa. Okay, so here's number one. I love a multiple choice because, you know... I'm easy, man. We can do whatever you want. <laughs> that's, that's my general vibe. Whatever you want, bro. Ambelina with a diamond. Thank you, Ambelina. Hi, Boogie. Sliding in with the late... Oh, no. You already did that. Was Did you not already do the late fee earlier? Why am I getting that now? That's weird. I thought you did that already. Am I just getting that now? 
Or wait, was that something else? Did I miss something? Have I missed something? I probably missed something. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you to whoever that was. Maybe you, maybe you, it was a different person you sent something, but for whatever reason, my little screen hasn't, you know, reduced it. So, uh, you sent something else. Okay. Oh, thank you for the thing you sent. Sorry, I can't read it. <laughs> Sorry. Can you just type it out? Type it out, what you said. <laughs> and then I'll read it. Thank you for the diamond, <laughs> whoever you are. No sweat. Is that what you wrote? No sweat? Okay. Well, I'm sure it was very good. I said, I'm so glad you could join us. I oh, will thank you. I'm, I'm glad I could join us too. Okay. So here, here are some options for you. Okay. And we can go wherever you want to go. Now, this one might be worth it. This is a resident who gave an interview on CBC who also happens to be, if I'm not mistaken, some kind, some kind of Instagram celebrity. Some kind of Instagram celebrity. So that may be worth watching. <laughs> She's going to go on CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting, taxpayer-funded broadcasting organisation, the CBC. And she's going to talk about her harrowing experience as a resident of Ottawa during the trucker convoy. Okay. Okay. Now, Foggy, who's uh, an Aussie bro, but living in Canada, said very succinctly in the chat, no, not this cunt. <laughs> I don't know who she is. I'm going to put my hand on my heart. I have no idea who she is. I, I've, I've been told she's a somebody. Again, she, this is one she would not pass the celebrity test in Boogie's thing. Hi, I'm a celebrity. Oh, okay. What's your name? Such and such. Never heard of you. Welcome to your life as the king's slave. <laughs> celebrity. So I don't know who she is, but that's something we've got on the boil. I've also got something I wanted to present to you to think about like with all the worlds going on with all the things that are happening in the world with all the danger out there I wanted to show you this quaint little Australian video from a current affair we've done a current affair before apparently they've been tracking someone in a neighbourhood who steals plants from people's houses <laughs> there's a plant thief running around in the suburbs so we can look at that and you know I've also got some <clears throat> Uh, 13-year-old was arrested for threatening school violence. We have that as well. So, I don't know. What do you feel like? What do you want to do? I'm in a good mood. I don't care. You can open up the Discord if you want. You tell me. What kind of a mood are you in? I do. We do have to watch the Ottawa girl, though, because it just looks good. I haven't seen it yet, but it looks good. A current affair?
Catch you later. Dr. Science. <laughs> Dr. Science in the chat. Dr. Science in the chat, everybody. The bangs girl. Okay. It's close. It's close between the bangs girl and a current affair. So we'll do the bangs girl first. And then we'll do the plant thief. Let's have a look. Let's let's have a listen. Let, <clears throat> look, she might be good. She might be okay. She might be reasonable. She's going to talk about her harrowing experience in Ottawa, okay? And we need to respect her. Respect all women. Believe all women. Let's go. Zaxi Lee joins us right now. Zaxi, thank you for being with us. Zaxi. Thank you for having me. Is her name really Zaxi Lee or did she choose it because it kind of sounds like Zaxi Lee? <laughs> Remember the rule. Everything on the internet is a lie. Everything. Including this show. This is also a lie. Hey, Zaxi Lee. Listen, I'm wondering uh, how you're feeling right now. You, you've been living in and amongst the chaos, the loud noise, uh, the profanity for weeks. The chaos, loud noise, and profanities. <laughs> I mean, it was unbearable. Here I am, a young Asian woman trying to study in an apartment in Ottawa, and all I'm hearing is men on the street making yelling profanities. One said, give us our fucking freedom. I can't believe he would say such things. <laughs> Profanities. <laughs> Fuck Trump. Ah. Woo. Woo. <laughs> we love profanities. That's the great mind fuck. They, they pretend like they don't like profanities. They love profanities. They just don't like you using them. <laughs> They don't like you using your profanities, N-words, and such and such. Cookie references, whatever they are. They don't want you using your profanities. They love profanities, personally. They use them all the fucking time. What, why else would you be lobbying to be able to show high schoolers two guys sucking each other's dicks unless you were into profanity? You're never too young to learn how to suck a cock, so let's go, kiddies. Line up. School 101. Honk fucking honk. The honking will continue until freedom improves. We, oh, you know what? There was too many profanities. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> we hate profanity. Now, how do you feel uh, as you watch Ottawa police and others move in on the protesters? Uh, I'm incredibly grateful that... I'm incredibly grateful for the police and the army moving in for the protesters. <laughs> it's too... Sometimes things are too easy. You know what I mean? Let's carry on here. Tell us, tell us, darling. Tell us, darling. How much do you appreciate the police and the army moving in and clearing out those protesters? How much do you Thank like you for that? being with us. Thank you for having me. Listen, I'm wondering uh, how you're feeling right now. You, you've been living in and amongst the chaos, the loud noise, uh, the profanity for weeks now. How do you feel uh, as you watch Ottawa police and others move in on the protesters? 
Uh, I'm incredibly grateful that it looks like all of this is finally coming to an end. Finally, uh, some order. Finally, some order I think back the in the response is long overdue. It is definitely um, a relief either way. Talk to us about uh, what you have gone through these three and a half weeks or so, uh, because on social media, many people in the Centertown area of Ottawa describing conditions uh, much like torture. Um, I think it is lost on a lot of people, the extent of the suffering that was inflicted upon the residents of Centertown, uh, especially in the first 10 days of this occupation, uh, an occupation that has been illegal from the start. Um, the constant, constant uh, sound torture was incredibly distressing for myself, but... Sound torture. <laughs> sound, sound torture. The constant sound torture was incredible. <laughs> sound torture. Soul murder. Sound torture. The occupation. Yes, it's all emotive. It's all very emotive language. It is lost on a lot of people, the extent of the suffering that was inflicted upon the residents of Centertown. The extent of the suffering inflicted. Again, this is such a glorious mind-fucking. I feel like we have to pay respect to the people who have perpetrated it on, you know, this country. On Canada. We need to give them fucking credit. Because they have effectively... The people who are protesting their exclusion from the economy. So they've been banned from participating in the economy. Look, if you don't do what we say, you're not allowed to have a job. You're not allowed to keep your job. You're not allowed to make your money. All right? So we're excluding them from the economic process. And yet, you know, the government and corporate media and whoever have managed to mind fuck everybody else into thinking that the people protesting their exclusion from the economy are the ones to blame for the economy being bad. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. No, no. You who are not participating in the economy, it's your fault that the economy's terrible. <laughs> right? Oh, no, they were, they were crippling the economy. What, do you mean compared to the government that butchered it for the last two fucking years? All they did was park a truck. They didn't lock anyone out. They didn't lock anyone in their home. They didn't close any businesses. They didn't do any of that stuff. You did. <laughs> you did, though. And now, and now we're talking about our harrowing experience. You don't understand the suffering the suffering that we had to endure for these three weeks while these people who have been banned from participating in the economy, <laughs> while they park their trucks and honk their horn. The honking will continue until freedom improves. <laughs> Uh, especially in the first 10 days of this occupation, occupation. Uh, an occupation that has been illegal from the start. Um, the constant, constant uh, sound torture was incredibly sound torture. Sound for myself. I, I have to give a special tip of the hat to sound torture. That's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. Look, you know, as, as a fellow appreciator of, you know, as a fellow connoisseur of propaganda, I can only tip my hat 
and raise my glass when I witness another act of brilliance in my presence. <laughs> the constant sound torture. Sound torture. Very good choice of words. Very emotive. Because you think of somebody being strapped to a table. You know, the ultimate victim is one who is tortured. No, no, not even being allowed to die. <laughs> Very, it's a very good choice of word there. So congratulations to the young propagandist. I, I wish her well in her endeavours and her adventures. But for many other residents who may suffer from mental illness, yes, who yes. have certain think of, conditions. Think of all of the victims who are already victims before this happened. Yeah. I mean... If you think about it, we could cite an unknown, unsourced mass of people who are suffering from problems before the convoy. And now we can blame the convoy for making, for harming them, for making their life harder too. So you see, the the way that we can create these links is now the convoy is responsible for directly harming the mentally disabled. Right? That's how we do it. That's how we roll. Because now we'll write a blog article. The convoy has been accused of harming mentally ill children. (laughs) Isn't it beautiful? It's so easy. And even babies and young children. Think of the the babies as well. These truck drivers were literally killing your babies. (laughs) Don't you love them? Aren't they adorable? Um, the suffering that was inflicted is, was absolutely unacceptable, and uh-huh. it was consistently diminished mm-hmm. by all levels of law enforcement and government really? uh, for far too long. All right. Yeah, it was two and a half weeks. <laughs> two and a half. It was a. It was around about two and a half weeks. Give or take. Far too long. They couldn't move the troops in fucking quick enough, huh? You watched as I watched live streamed live to our fucking living rooms, did we not? Watch building after building, police station after police station, Molotov cocktails burned to the fucking ground, people beaten on the streets, right? We watched it happen. Smashing the windows, the looting, right? We watched them attack CNN's office, throw bricks through the windows at CNN. We watched that happen. Night after night after night after night after night after fucking night. A couple of weeks of honking, of of having to endure the honking of a horn. Remember, remember... It went on night after night after night. I I think this might be another thing that Donald Trump, that sunk Trump in a, a few areas in terms of people voting for him, rightly or wrongly. But, um, you know, the writing that went on night after night after night after night, he was, he was kind of stuck because his supporters were like, send in the National Guard, right? Quick, get them in there. Get guys with guns in there. Sort this shit out. Send in the tanks. That was half of them. And the other half of them were like, you can't do that. It's a fucking protest. You can't send the, the troops, you know, loose on fucking American soil. 
So he was, there was really no right option for him. So in the end, he was frozen in like deer in the headlight style and did nothing. Did nothing either way. He said he would do things and he, he said stuff, but he never actually did anything either way. Which is probably the only correct thing to do in those situa- uh, situations, right? But, you know, two weeks, two two or three weeks of honking a horn has these people, you know, who, who were willing to watch cities and businesses be fucking burned to the ground night after night or night. They were willing to watch that. And now they're like, oh, no, send in the fucking troops. Send in the tanks. Because my sleep is being disrupted. There's somebody outside my window honking a horn. So you need to send in the cops fucking immediately. They waited too long. It was like three weeks. Right? They waited too long. Look how the fucking tides turned. So impatient are they. So impatient are we. Someone's business burns to the fucking ground and you tell them, oh, too fucking bad. Too fucking... they'll, They'll say, too fucking bad. You can't put a price on a business. Are you comparing the price of a business to that of a human life? You disgusting racist. Fuck you. That's their attitude, right? Someone honks a horn outside their window for two and a half weeks. They want to send in the fucking army to clear them out. Don't ever engage with people like that on an honest, intellectual, genuine level. Don't waste your time because they're not honest, intellectual people. They're not genuine people. If you don't have a problem with cities being burned to the fucking ground, but you want to call in the army if someone's honking their horn in the street, you need help. You are beyond... You're not good for anybody. You're not helping anyone. You're not on the right side of history. I don't know what to tell you. You are a sheep with a surgically implanted mind of a goldfish. Wandering around the paddock going... All you're doing. Let's carry on. Well, let's pick up on that point. Let's pick up on that what point. What do you mean by that? What was it like to, yeah. to tell us about to the be hoping experience. that action would be taken and for days and weeks none was. Uh, now I will give her fifty newsing points if she can fake cry during this interview. I'm hoping for I want to see that. A little fake tear wouldn't go astray. Was incredibly disheartening every single day to wake up and know that while some police may be on our streets, they were either instructed or refusing to enforce the law. (laughs) Welcome to 2022, ladies and gentlemen, where the pro Black Lives Matter there's, it's a peaceful protest. No buildings are burned down. Welcome to 2022, where they're the ones saying, send in the military. <laughs> Clap along at home. Enjoy these times. Social justice now means fucking rigid law enforcement, believe it or not. There wasn't enough police on the streets to deal with them. Fuck yeah. Enjoy it, man. This is 2022. (laughs) Jimbo in the chat. Jimbo in the chat. You hate to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thunk it? (laughs) Good leftists. Good. (laughs) I'm telling you, the empire is the only way to secure freedom. 
Good left is good, Ottawa. See, I told you. Four years ago, you were the Patriot. Today, you're the terrorist. Four years ago, they hated the cops. Today, they are the cops. (laughs) Four years ago, they protested the military. Now, they're sending them to your house. Welcome to 2022. Everything is ass backwards and up its own ass at the same time. We are neither coming nor going. It's opposite land. To be hoping that action would be taken and for days and weeks, none was. Uh, It was incredibly disheartening every single day to wake up and know that while some police may be on our streets, they were either instructed or refusing to enforce the law that they had committed to uphold. We love our military, they're important. What's been the complaint from fucking, you know, the right in terms of law enforcement in places like Portland and shit? What's been the same complaint four years ago? Cast your mind back to 2018 when people were protesting, when people were angry with the police for not upholding the law at protests, were they not? See how you've all been mindfucked into the, into the same shoebox. <laughs> what? Look, all we ask is the fucking police enforce the law. Why aren't they enforcing? How come those protesters are allowed to get away with it? Same complaints. Same hot takes. Same hot takes, just on different sides. And with different people saying them. And then in addition to that, hearing the dispassionate response from leadership dispassionate. in dispassionate our city, response. Uh, for the most part, right. obviously. They no, were- that, what you wanted was a passionate response. What you wanted was Justin Trudeau to walk out on stage and say, get out there and kill every fucking trucker you can find. <laughs> That's what you wanted, a passionate response. In the name of Canada and in the name of God, we will rid the streets of these trucking terrorists. We will fight them on the overpass. We will fight them on the highways. We will fight them at the hooker truck stops. A passionate response. That's what we needed. That's what a real leader would have done. Send in the tanks. Send in the riot squads. Bombard them with tear gas. Make a passionate speech. Call for blood. <laughs> right? That's what we wanted. Now, now that we back, now that we, now that we support the army being rolled into wherever they're being, wherever there's some kind of quote unquote freedom protest. I mean, wherever that's going on. There were some shining lights of hope in the form of individuals like Catherine McKenney. But uh, for the most part, those with power, those with the ability to help us, refuse to do so. Why do you think that is? Um, I am not a mind reader. reader. I can only say so much about the reasoning behind 
be in action that we had seen for many, many days. Um, I think part of it is that there were very difficult decisions to make. It was a, like they said, unprecedented situation. However, at the end of the day, we elect our leaders and they are employed to make these difficult decisions and have the information necessary to make the best decision specifically for the residents. And that yes. simply did not happen. We pay your salary. <laughs> Um, there is a clear dereliction of duty from many levels of government, to be quite honest. And it was extremely difficult for yes. the residents of Centertown to have to rely on one another rather than relying on the institutions that are supposed to protect us. Oh! Oh, hello! Oh, oh hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. <laughs> Do you love it when people reveal themselves without trying to? There's your fucking. There is your psyche in a nutshell. There's your zen in a night in a nutshell. In one sentence, this this lovely young lady described her zen. She described her fucking chi. Her soul was revealed to you. Exactly, Ambelina in the chat. Keep me safe, Daddy. There it is. That's that's how it reveals itself. You've once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you start noticing these little linguistic tells that people have, right? you you won't be able to help it. You'll see it every single fucking time. Did you hear that? It was so it was so much harder to rely on each other. That's that's the problem. Don't you see, darling? Darling, that's what we've been saying for years. That we've been saying for years. Have we not? That, listen to this. Get this. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's a crazy idea. Don't become reliant on the government. Why? Because this. Because this. See? See how it's connected? Do you see, sweetheart? Do you see, darling? Do you see what we've been trying to teach you? Sweet, praise baby Jesus, do you see? Do you see the truth? Do you see it? Don't become reliant on the government because guess what? You can't rely on the government to save you. What does she win, Bob? <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show, hey? <laughs> All it took was years and years and years and years of bootlicking. But eventually we figured it out. Guess what? You can't rely on the government, eh? Well fucking done, everybody. Well done. <laughs> Save me, Daddy Government, save me! To me, it was a, like they said, unprecedented situation. Yeah. However, as she may also end up on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> now we've seen her cocooning moment. She has metamorphosized and she is now she is now emerging from her cocoon as a wet little giblet. <laughs> Slithering out. 
Soon she will develop wings and become either a beautiful butterfly or a disgusting moth. Yeah, go away. But she is now on a journey. She's cocooned. I'm very proud of her. Well done, everyone. Come on, you're better than this. I expect so much better from you. Come on, you know better than that. The end of the day, we elect our leaders and they are Do we? Do we? employed to make these difficult. Are they really though? See now, once you start, once you start asking the questions, it's all over. That's when the dominoes start tumbling. Trust, trust me, we've all been there. Everyone in the chat's been there. That first time you ask that question, but hang on, I thought the government was looking after me. <laughs> and once it starts, there's no stopping it. Now you'll be questioning them all the time. Isn't it great? We've found ourselves a new right-wing waifu right here on on CBC. She will become red pill black Asian. <laughs> decisions and have the information necessary yes. to make the best decision. The best decision specifically for the residents, yep. and that simply did not happen. Um, there was a clear dereliction of duty dereliction from of duty. many levels. Of it was, yes, it was their duty to fucking hold you close and pat your little head and tell you everything's going to be okay. And they didn't do that, did they? God damn them. It was their duty to look after you. They should have been, you know, taking care of you, cuddling you, mollycoddling you, you know, <laughs> feeding you. Here's your, here's your food voucher for the week. Here's your mask guidelines for the week. Make sure you do the right thing. To be quite honest, and it was extremely difficult for the residents of Centertown to have to rely on one another rather than relying on the institutions that are supposed to protect us. It's perfect. It's perfect. In the limo, you son of a bitch. No hey, argument. Hey, hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, eh? You never know who's gonna stop by when you're watching winning TV. All the people that you've gotten to know and the new faces you see. You got Phil, he's the man in charge. You know he's running the show. He's got all the news of the day and all the gossip to unload. So settle in, cause we're going through The next couple hours, it's just us and you Y'all gonna love everything you see Right here on Winning TV You never know who's gonna drop in When you're watching Winning TV Hey, come on, hey, 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 get over here Okay, now you're you, I'm me I'm me? Hey, don't jerk me around, fella It's Greeno here from the starting block on behalf of the block, we just wanted to let you all know that we're all in this together. Well, except if you have coronavirus, then stay the fuck away. But in every other situation, we're in it together. To all of you on the front lines, those of you turning a footstool, a walk, and a pitchfork into a home gym, 
Those of you who have given your housemates a mental breakdown because you decided lockdown was a great time to learn the keyboard and the only thing you can play after eight weeks is chopsticks over and over and over again. And those of you who are homeschooling and are now understanding the question you used to harass your maths teacher with of, when the fuck are we ever going to need to know this in the real world, is coming back to bite you on the ass. Just remember, like a 1990s Australian sitcom, we're all in this together. The days may be long, but in times like this, you can rest assured, we will be here to waste an hour of your week, Friday nights Australian time, at dlive.tv slash the starting block. So take care, social distance, whack on a mask, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. It may not cure coronavirus, but it sure will help us with our rankings. And isn't that really the most important thing right now? You're not gonna fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Well, folks, I have to tell you, I just saw the craziest moving picture clip you've ever seen. Where, you ask? Well, it's the Victor Show. He plays the wildest moving picture clips. <laughs> well, let me tell you a little more about it. Stuff to make you laugh out loud Something for the political crowd Put it all together and you got the Victor Show So next time that you're in town Why not make Mr. Von Shroom proud? Come on down and watch the Victor Show today If you want to listen to a show that wastes 60 minutes of your time Talking about something that you probably could cover in the space of about 30-35 seconds Then sure, why not? Check out the Daily Boogie This Justin. The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right Sometimes this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Coming back, ladies and gentlemen. It is, uh, it's our last little stint here. It's stint number four, hour number four of this weekly show we like to call the Daily Boogie. Welcome back. Once again, dealing with internet issues, but it's so nice to see you back again. Thank you so much. I apologise, but thank you for your patience. Much appreciated. So where were we? Yes, we should we should finish off our little friend here, shouldn't we? <laughs> finish her off. <laughs> should we finish her off? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't mind the stints either. An hour stint. Bang, bang, bang. Get a breather, get a relax, take a piss, grab a beverage, light one up, whatever you got to do, and then we're back and rolling again. No pressure. You don't miss nothing. Now you uh, bravely step forward, and because of your actions... And she bra- Look at the look on her face when he says to her, I hope she hears this, bro. He says to her, you bravely stepped forward. Bravely stepped forward. She bravely stepped forward from her apartment to request that the police and the army remove people sooner rather than later. She was so brave. 
in coming forward. You know, look, think of the personal risk that she had standing with the army. <laughs> standing with the riot squad. Think of the personal risk she had. <laughs> they they really are living in upside-down, backwards world, aren't they? I'm the backwards man. I'm the backwards man. I can walk backwards as back as so you can. <laughs> Citizen says... Boogie, I know I can fuck the outs- the insanity out of this one. Don't stop me. <laughs> I told I told you it never works. You can never fuck the insanity out of them, my friend, I'm afraid. We've all at one point or another thought that we could. Trust me. I'm swear hand on heart. We've all thought that we we meet because we all meet one in our life. One girl who's cute but fucking crazy. We meet one all the time. And we always think, no, 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 my dick is going to be the magic dick that that fucks the sanity back into her. We all think it, but it never, never, never happens. Never has, never will. Exactly. Ambelina, they only go more insane. Correct. Correct. And you're doing everything right. It's the fact that, because they're insane. It's the fact that you are doing everything right. That's the thing that triggers them because they're used to chaos in their life. I'll tell you what, if you're going to fuck a crazy girl, you have to treat her like garbage because that'll be the only way that makes sense to her. Sorry. If you're going to be nice and, you know, fuck a crazy girl and treat her good, she's going to destroy your life. The only way you can fuck a crazy girl and get away with it is if you portray a craziness that exceeds hers and then she'll she'll kind of clamor to you for security. <laughs> exactly. You're doing everything right. It's just that they're crazy. There's nothing you can do. All right, carrying on. Now, okay, would you fuck the crazy out of this one? One or two? <laughs> one for yes, two for no. Would you give it a crack? <laughs> Citizen's going in. He's going in. He's going to commit. He's going for the the promised land. Tried to fuck the crazy out of him. (laughs) An injunction uh, was granted that stopped the the constant blaring of horns uh, during this protest and occupation. And to my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, your injunction is now being used uh, in terms of the charges being filed against protest. Oh, hang on a minute. So this is the injunction. Remember, we watched the video. It was last week. The video. Remember the fucking lawyer? She hired the lawyer. She hired the lawyer from the video from last week. Remember the lawyer coming out? Well, we filed an injunction. The honking must cease. Remember that guy? <laughs> that's that's her lawyer. That's this chick's lawyer. There you go. Small fucking world, isn't it? <laughs> Small fucking world. Wouldn't you know it, it's all the same bunch of assholes. Okay. 
Oh, she's the lawyer's kid. Oh, my. The plot thickens. Now, I will give a 30-second window for those who voted one in the previous little session there to say that they will attempt to fuck the crazy out of her. I'll give you another 30 seconds to retract your votes if you need it. Because we've now discovered that she's daughter of class action lawyer. That introduces a whole new web of things that you're going to have to put up with if you try to fuck the crazy out of her. Press two in the chat if you pressed one in the chat earlier and now wish to recant your vote. What are you gonna do? This is your this is your do I go for the fucking do I go for the money or the box moment? <laughs> do you do you double down? Do you push on and say, no, I'm glad her dad's a lawyer. Fucking who cares? Let's go. <laughs> Or do you get the fuck out now while you still can? <laughs> Someone's going to do it for my people. Citizen's staying in. He's staying in for the long haul. All right, so dad's now a lawyer. All right, so that's a whole nother level of complexity. Because you have to realise if you're trying to fuck the crazy out of a girl and her dad's a lawyer, the first time you fuck something up, he's going to sue you. Right, they, they're going to destroy you. That means you, you've now, what you've effectively done is burn the bridge behind you. After you've crossed the rickety bridge across the valley and you're on your adventure hoping to get, you know, throw the ring into the volcano at Mordor, <laughs> right? You turn around and you burn the bridge behind you because you're like, this is a suicide mission. The only way I'm going to succeed is if I'm not coming back. That's what you've decided to do. Now you know daddy's a lawyer. You're going in anyway. <sighs> You are flaming on that bridge. There is no coming home for you. You are a kamikaze pilot. Success means not surviving <laughs> at that point. <laughs> brave, you brave, brave boys. Organisers, uh, how does that feel? Um, how it's... do you... This is good newsing here by CBC. I'm going to give this about a six on the newsing scale. Good newsing there. How do you feel? <laughs> Good newsing. Excuse me. Hello. I am a media personality. I ask questions. How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel? Oh, Hong Kong. A sense of gratification. Um, because ultimately, from the very beginning, what these individuals have done to us and what these individuals have incited other... They've incited! What have they done to us? They've incited violence against us. Remember, cities burning to the ground, two weeks of honking. <laughs> honk, honk, honk. They're inciting violence against me. Why didn't they send the army in two weeks ago? <laughs> oh, how quickly the worm hath turned. You know, the police are the real fucking killers out there. The police need to be the police need to be held account for all of their actions. Someone starts honking on the street outside. <laughs> police save me! Fuck. Like just like that. Just like that, they've got the right supporting protesters and the left supporting police. Look how they've mind-fucked everybody. Sound torture. <laughs> 
others to do to us have been completely illegal from the get-go. Um, I think I'm a little sad that Very it sad. is my injunction that has to be used at this point. Consider. <laughs> oh, darling. I'm sure it's fucking devastating. I'm sure you're devastated by having to give these interviews. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's in. Ter- I'm sure it's terribly fucking hard for you to be giving these. You know, getting this exposure on international television. <laughs> I'm sure you hate it. Yeah. That's why you did your makeup all over good. <laughs> By the way, you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> that the first injunction is my legal I mean, good good on it you know what though this we need to get used to this this girl's not evil she's not um she's not she's not playing you it's not a trick i don't think she's a fucking spy or anything like that this is just somebody who's grown up in the era of fucking instagram and social media if if i mean if you don't know any younger people around you Right? You wouldn't know. But they, they have a whole nother universe. They've grown up on Facebook. They've grown up on Instagram, right? So, you know, you might have, like, let's say you've got nieces and nephews. Don't be surprised if they're trying to emulate their favorite Instagram celebrities. Because that's what they do. They flick through Instagram and they look at social media and they have their own little social media communities and shit as well. And their heroes, like the little, like the little girls, follow fucking makeup influences and shit, and they try to copy them. You know, they'll be like, "Oh, this is how she holds a bag, and this is how she puts her makeup on," and that's life for them. And they learn at a very young age how to, like, one of my um, nephews. You can tell he's grown up on Instagram because whenever people are taking photos at, say, like Christmas or birthdays or whatever. He has like a, a fucking, you know, like a celebrity um, social media smile. He'll, he'll just snap into this fucking smile. Bang. It doesn't matter what's going on. He just goes, mm-hmm. and he knows how to smile and pose for the camera. It's because he's grown up looking at people who do, you know, things on fucking shit like TikTok and Instagram and stuff. And they're, they're, a lot of the kids are like that. So, again, for us, it was more like a toy. But for them, it's it's shaping their interactions with other people on planet Earth, like in a big, big, big way. There's, you know, I'm not trying to, not being Pol Pot or anything and saying good, bad or otherwise. It just is. That's just what's happening. So, you know, they learn at a very young age how to say all the right things and look the best. And she's of she's had media training, just self-taught media training by doing live streams on fucking Twitch or something. You know. She's figured it out. And by the time she finds her breakthrough moment, she knows exactly what to say to propel herself into the stratosphere and get on TV. And there you go. She's set up. She's ready, rocking and rolling. There's a career right there. Bang. Done. To me, it was a, like they said, unprecedented situation. However, at the end of the day, we elect our leaders and they are employed to make these difficult decisions and have the information necessary to make the best decision specifically for the residents. And that simply did not happen. Um, There is a clear dereliction of duty from many levels of government, to be quite honest. And it was extremely difficult for the residents of Centertown to have to rely on one another rather than relying on the institutions that are supposed to protect us. 
Now you uh, bravely stepped forward and because of your actions an injunction uh, was granted that stopped the, the, the constant blaring of horns uh, during this <laughs> protest and occupation. And to protest my understanding, if I'm wrong here, uh, your injunction <laughs> is now being used uh, in terms the of the charges will continue being until freedom improves. organizers. Uh, how does that feel? Um, it's... A sense of gratification. Gratification. Um, Self-gratification. Because ultimately, from the very beginning, what these individuals have done to us and yes. what these individuals have incited others incited. to do to yeah. us to have us, been yes. completely illegal from the get-go. Yeah. Um, very illegal. I think I'm a little very sad racist as well. It is my injunction that has to be used at this point, yeah. considering Makes that me very the first injunction should have most definitely been from the city, really? not from a resident who was yes, so desperate that yep. they need to take action by themselves. But Honk. the I'm honking will continue until freedom improves. The charges are being laid and the injunction is being considered as part of these charges because at the end of the day, they broke the law countless times countless and times. many people suffered for it. And yep. I believe very strongly that they must face the consequences for that. You've got to face the consequences if you break the fucking law out there. (laughs) God bless the police. We love our cops. We love our law enforcement. Baked Alaska is now a Asian girl on Twitch. The sides have completely transformed. Baked is now solidarity with the protesters, and the Twitch streamer is now sending the National Guard. <laughs> I just have a cup of coffee. There it is. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, whoever that is. Very generous of you. I haven't seen that thing go off for a while. <laughs> Didn't know what that was. <laughs> thank you very much. Very nice of you. All right. Now, I did promise you, let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this story is. I've I've not watched the video yet. I'm saving it purely because of the name of it and not just the name, but the fact that it came out now whilst all of the other news is happening around the world. This video is called Neighborhood Helps Police Track Down Alleged Plant Thief. <laughs> Somebody's running around some suburb in Australia somewhere stealing pot plants. That's a Hello, I'm Deborah Nye. I'm sure it's going to be very embarrassing for my country, which is exactly why I'm playing. Welcome to A Current Affair. It's great to be with you. Great to be with you Tonight, too. the phantom plant thief who phantom. messed He's with the, the phantom <laughs> gardens. Their first mistake was pinching the, pinching. Pinching the owner's favourite blooms. Oh. The second was thinking no one would notice. <laughs> thinking no one would notice. She has a shiny desk. She certainly does. It's weird. It's just weird and strange. We did go out and buy some new ones. And of course she uh, took those this time, so she likes the new plants. (laughs) She's got a green thumb. We put this fence in, only a cheap one, but more just so that she'd have to reach a bit more. So people are putting fences in to stop this old lady stealing their plants. I'll put it to you. Now, look, my American brothers and sisters in the audience, you know I love you, but you'll be mocking this. You'll be mocking my country for this, <laughs> right? What is this? What is this faggotry? Plant thief? What's going on here? <laughs> you know? I say this is nothing. 
But let me put it to you that I think, don't we all want to live in a place where the worst thing going on is an old lady stealing plants out of your garden? Don't Isn't that what we all want? I will accept that every day of the week. I'll, I'll, if I see her walk on past, I'll hand her a plant. Here you go. Pay her off. <laughs> At least then you get to give her the plants that you don't want instead of the ones that she wants, right? So you just give her the ones you've pulled out of the backyard and give her a, a handful of weeds and go, here you go, you crazy old cunt. <laughs> Bypass my lawn. Hand her a couple of plants and be done with it. It must be the most wonderful fucking suburb in Australia. <laughs> we need to get the film crew in. The camera crew needs to come in to talk about the plant thief. The phantom plant thief. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely town this must be. Here in St Andrews, a suburb in the southwest of Sydney, there are... Okay, so it's not far from me. This is probably like, I'm going to say like a maybe a 45-minute drive from me. Home gardens are plenty. And for anyone who loves plants but doesn't like paying for them, you could Oh, you know say who this is? This is Hannah. Hannah is our mate. Hannah does good stories. Remember, Hannah did the one about the Ford Focus? Remember that one? Where the girl, <laughs> she was like, oh, I just park it in the garage most of the time. Uh, he's my favourite car and I love him. And the guy who was working on the Ferrari, who was high as fuck, remember that? They stuck the camera in his face. Look, I don't know what you're talking about. Look at what I'm working on, mate. <laughs> Look, it's a pretty sick car. So this is the same lady. So I love her. She's good. She does fucking. She does the. She does the good stories on this show. <laughs> Ford Focus, and now we can add Plant Thief to the Pulitzer resume. Let's have a look. We did go out and buy some new ones, and of course she uh, took those this time. So she likes the new plants. <laughs> She's got a green thumb. We've put this fence in, only a cheap one, but more just so that she would have to you know, reach a bit more. Here in St Andrews, a suburb in the southwest of Sydney, there are home gardens aplenty. Okay. And for anyone who loves plants but doesn't like paying for them, you could say this is a plant plucker's paradise. <laughs> could say that, I guess, if you wanted to. <laughs> a, a plant plucker's paradise. <laughs> I told you, I like this girl, man. I like her. Oh, she makes me laugh. And I think, I think she knows what she's doing. That's why I like her. <laughs> you could say it's a plant plucker's paradise. You could say that, I guess. You could say a lot of things. <laughs> She's fucking good, I like her. Home gardens are plenty. <laughs> for anyone who loves plants but doesn't like paying for them, yes. you could say this is a plant plucker's paradise. <laughs> oh, God bless her. That's what I'm talking about. That's newsing right there. So when gardens started oh. getting gutted, locals and police swung into action. Yeah. Well, actually, is she wife material? <laughs> One in the chat, yes. Two in the chat, no. Wife material.
plant plant pluckers paradise. <laughs> sounds like a store. Sounds like a store that can only afford advertisements at one o'clock in the morning on local television. Come on down to Plant Pluckers Paradise. We got them all. <laughs> you can't put many ones, just one one. Being gutted, locals and police oh. swung into action. Well, actually, we had uh, quite a few hits from her. Okay. Rob Lillis's wife loves guys. A few hits on the garden bed. <laughs> we had a few hits from the old bag. And he loves her. So when plants started going missing from their front yard, yep. he didn't hesitate. I mean, it looks like a very pleasant... Looks like a very pleasant suburb. There's many suburbs like this in Western Sydney, southwestern Sydney. Just, you know... Relatively quiet, you know, kind of middle class, working class areas, upper middle class, not too bad. Some places are better than others, <laughs> obviously. But it looks like a fairly nice little suburb, don't you think? To investigate. My wife was more upset than I was. Um, right. it's, it's, it's a feeling that, um, yeah, you've... See, look what happens. My wife was more upset than I was, yet you're the one doing the interview. Why is that happening? Because I bet your wife was the one who called a current affair in the first place to send the camera out there. And then when the cameras arrived, she said, I can't do this. You go and talk to them. <laughs> That's what happened, isn't it, mate? I know people. I know these things. You cannot fool me. She organised this whole shebang. She's the one who was pissed off about the plants. You couldn't give a fuck. They're not your plants, are they, mate? You're in the garage. Doing guy shit with pipes and batteries. Bending metal and whatnot. You don't give a fuck about the plants. No, it was my wife who cared more, really, about the plants. So she's the one who called the television show. They took the cameras out there, and when they showed up, she hid in the bedroom and said, you go out there and talk to them. I'm too nervous. And this is the result. Now he's like, Ugh. Look, I don't even give a fuck about the plants, really. Shit, my wife's the one who cared about this, not me. <laughs> um, lost something of yours, and yeah. As, yeah, they're not great value, but um, it's a bit of pride, and and that you you're having it, and got a bit of plant pride, got a bit of plant pride in this plant pluckers paradise, don't we? <laughs> pride in paradise, that's what I say. And you cherish those things. Cherish. First, it. Rob checked his security cameras, and voila. A hooded figure lugging a shoulder bag weighed down by his garden beds. Quite a few pots went first, um, and the other plants were just random. She just pulled them out here and there, yeah. Well, as soon as I seen her camouflaged, I thought, well... She's wearing camos. She's wearing camos out there to blend in <laughs> while she steals people's plants. Yeah, she's definitely... I mean, it is it is nice to live in a suburb where the worst thing going on is somebody stealing plants. But at the same time, it's weird behaviour. Where are they all going? What are you doing with them all? Do you think she's planting them? Or is she just a crazy person who rips them out and, you know, throws them in a river? <laughs> Which I might almost prefer... If she's just going around ripping out plants and then chucking them in a garbage bin. 
we're not the first one she's hit. Oh, okay. he she's wasn't hit. Wrong. It was a professional hit. <laughs> Look, she's been casing out the place for weeks. In footage from another street, you can see the figure plucking plants with plucking her bare plants hands with prosperity, stashing them in a bag and hurrying off. In the afternoon or in the dead of night, it seems the plant thief's mo was always the same. <laughs> yes, no, was very... the plant thief's mo. <laughs> I told you, this Hannah chick is fucking funny as fuck. The plant thief's MO. I reckon she thinks this is a ridiculous thing that I'm being asked to do, so I'm going to have fun with it. That's what I'm thinking. I could be wrong, don't get me wrong, but I, I'm just getting that vibe that she doesn't really like this job very much or something. Be disappointed. She wants um, to be doing real news, on. not plant pluckers paradise. I thought I had to let the neighbourhood know. But instead of turning to social media, Rob did social a letter media. drop. You went old school. I went old school. Yeah. Yeah. He alerted 250 of his neighbours with a standout headline. You've coined the person the phantom plant plucker. Where did... Phantom plant plucker. That come from? <laughs> Normally flies, when you put them in a mailbox, you look at them and they're straight in the bin. Yep. <laughs> yes, 100% correct. Just a, pile, just a pile of flyers. That's really the only mail I get these days is just a pile of flyers. There's nothing else in the letterbox for me most of the time. Everything else is email now, so, you know, <laughs> it's really just the shit that's left over. It's, it's, it's basically the, the letterbox for people in 2022 is just an overflow recycling bin for your paper. It's where you store the paper you're throwing out eventually. That's all it is. You're not getting anything out of there. So the I plant plucker must be stopped. Had to do something where it neighbours be aware their, we have a phantom um, plant plucker. Oh, oh, I better read this. Neighbours be aware we have a phantom plant plucker. Is this the plucker? I'm getting a plant plucker's vibe. You know why? She's wearing overalls. We have we have glasses. We have kind of boomer hippie vibe with overalls. Now, surely the plant plucker would be wearing overalls. That is the plant plucker's uniform. Can't be afraid to get your hands dirty when you're out there plucking plants. Has both got one? Last week, yeah, I went to my letterbox and I found this. You know, yeah. okay. that's really weird. The weirdest thing I've ever seen. So she came over and said, "Did you get one of these?" And I went, "Yeah, we got one as well." Yeah, we got one. I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them. It's crazy. I've, I've never heard of this thing called a plant plucker. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I've never seen. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> never heard of another plant plucker. Plant plucker. Wow. That's crazy. Yes, I'm wearing overalls. No, it doesn't mean I was just gardening. Although I was. I was just out there gardening because I just received a new shipment of, you know, various plants, which has nothing to do with this. Totally. I went out, I'll tell you what I'll tell you. I went out and I sourced the plants myself, okay? I didn't steal them from anybody. Because really, Mother Earth, you know, our, our Lord Gaia, doesn't the earth belong to all of us? And, you know, everything that grows in the earth belongs to us. So 
you know, even if I were to be caught on camera stealing plants, well, not stealing, but removing plants from the earth <laughs> in what you capitalists would deem somebody else's property, just say I was seen doing that, then it wouldn't mean anything. It would mean clearly that I'm just liberating, you know, plants from piggish owners. Kaz is disappointed she wasn't targeted. Uh. You want her to take your plants? Please, they're all dying. <laughs> you want her to take your plants? <laughs> Please, they're all dying. My only issue with the plant phantom is that she only plucks the plants that have got plenty left to go. She won't pluck my dying fuckers. I can't look after them. Oh, darling. You wouldn't want to take them, would you? No. <laughs> but for Andrew Waterson and his wife, it's been an ongoing headache. The, the first time they hit us, they basically... They hit us. <laughs> <laughs> the first time the phantom plant pluckers hit us, we were, we were completely unprepared. <laughs> I was lazing out the back with a cigar and a glass of champagne. Next thing you know, I heard it. As my prized rosalias were being plucked from their pots with impunity. I raced out the front, but all I could find was muddy footprints on the footpath. I didn't know who they were or where they were going, but I knew that I would see them again. For I had become a victim of the phantom plant plucker. We took 10 plants all along here. Even came down. Ten the plants. They they hit, hit they hit this guy's place for ten peas. Fuck. That's some serious plucking. Ten plucks. Bit as well. Took some of the ones from there. That's one of those ones that you got to plan for a while. You've got to scope the place out. Check for security. If you're attempting to pull off ten plucks in one place at one time, then you're going to have to do your homework. Um, so, like my wife lost basically all the ones that were flowering. Yep. Um, the next week, they came back next week and then ripped out a lot of the succulents that we had. And then they ripped out the succulent, took the bits off they want and just threw the, other, threw the rest of it back down. So, you know, over that sort of four-week period, we lost quite a few plants. It got so bad, Andrew's had to install security cameras and a fence he never wanted. <laughs> to, keep the plant, to keep the plant pluckers at bay. Now, this is going to be disturbing for my fellow Australians, but... For everyone else, it'll make sense. And unfortunately for my fellow Australians, it is in fact true. The stereotype that everybody in Australia is a thief is true. Clearly. Because, you know, just walking down the street, someone will see fit to just help themselves to your plants. You know what? It's not bolted down. They don't want it. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens when you grow up in a country that was literally founded by criminals. <laughs> The, this is our culture. Everyone is a criminal and assume you should assume as much until proven otherwise. Uh, very annoying, especially since my wife's um, an ex-farm girl annoying. like from, yeah. from her country, so she likes plants sort of thing. What is the country? Which country would that be? <laughs> from her country. Why didn't he just say, uh, you, you know what? That, that's always suspicious, isn't it? 
Oh, you know, she's a farm girl from her country. Well, hang on. Why wouldn't you just say the country, right? Oh, she's a farm girl from Germany, or she's a farm girl from England or Ireland, or farm girl from France or Portugal, or, you know, Argentina or Malta or Morocco. Wherever their farm is, that's where she's a farm girl from, right? Well, she's a farm girl from her country. Are you ashamed of the country? I think he's ashamed of the country. I think we've got ourselves a mail-order bride. See how these things work. The art of deduction, Watson. Does he look like a mail-order bride guy? <laughs> yes or no? One or two? <laughs> I think we all know the end of that. So that's what I'm assuming. I think so. She was getting extremely angry. <laughs> extremely angry. Like some, some people from some countries might. Go out there, you tell him to stop now. No sex for you. Fuck you. And look, look, one of the ones she knocked off, my wife had spent three years shaping it to the shape she wanted. Why are the wives sending the guys out to talk to the uh, talk to the news? <laughs> it seems like well, maybe you know what? I'm gonna have to take the women's fucking view here. I don't think the women care as much as the men do. I think the men are talk are using their wife as a vehicle to mask their own rage about the fucking garden plant situation. And they're saying, oh no, my wife was saying this, my wife was saying that. You know, my wife was angry, you know, she gets really angry about it. She's a farm girl from whatever country, you know. No, well, my wife was the one who, you know, was upset about it, really. I'm not really upset. I don't I don't believe either of these guys now. I think they are the ones who are upset but they're too ashamed to admit that they're the ones who are upset. So they're using the wife as a shield. You know? Either that or the wives are the ones who are really upset and have called the camera crew in and are now hiding inside because they said they were too nervous. And so the guys are just like, oh, fine, I'll talk to her. Who cares? And then she just got it the way it was and then ripped off. Yeah, just came and ripped the whole plant out by the roof. Neighbour Pat Heaney's gardens... Knocked it off. Too. My wife uh, has lost a couple of uh, large uh, plants yep. at the top of the driveway, and, uh, <laughs> and she got this one and it bloomed, and she really loved it. Aww. She came out, and all it was, all it was, was a pot with a with a big hole in it. The... <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> now this guy, I trust. This guy, I think I I, I understand. <laughs> Because this guy does truly not give a fuck, clearly. Oh, you know, she, there was a plant down there. My wife really loved it. And then <laughs> we came home one day. And it was just a big fucking hole in the dirt. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it, eh? Fucking ripped the plant out by the stem. Look at him. <laughs> Couldn't give a fuck, this bloke. I like him. Wrecked off. Yeah, just came and ripped the whole plant out by the root. Neighbour Pat Heaney's garden's been hit too. Okay. My wife uh, has lost a couple of uh, large uh, plants at the top of the driveway. And, uh, look, at, look at this. And she got this one and it bloomed and she really loved it. She came out and all it was, all it was, was a pot with a, with a big hole in the, the, the dirt on the, on the ground where it used to be. <laughs> He could not give a fuck, that guy. <laughs> and all it was was a big hole in the ground where the, where the plant fucking used to be, eh? Wouldn't you know? Anyhow, stiff shit. Tough titties. All right, that's it. I'm fucking done. Let's get the fuck out of here.
Thank you to everyone for joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to everyone who tipped the show. You're very generous. Thank you for following. Uh, hope you had a good time. I'll see you back again next week. Don't forget to follow our friends. You know who they are. Winning TV, Victor Von Trooms in the chat, uh, JJ, you know, ROTC guys, fucking everyone's favourite lover of French pussy, ladies and gentlemen, later on tonight. Who else you got? Rational Times, uh, The Kimmy Show. Don't forget The Kimmy Show. You got The Kimmy Show. Coffee Talk with Sandra. Uh, Rusty, the Ice Man, the Rice Man. Happy birthday, Amberlina, friend of Butt Plug. You know all the shows. You know who to follow. So check them out. I'll be back next week. Till then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you soon. Bye bye.